Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 61 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting show, and I am one of your hosts, Colin Kolhoven, joined as always by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano, two of the coolest dudes you'll ever meet. A couple cool cats and kittens. <laughs> What's going on, boys? That was a Carol Baskin uh, quote cats there. Cats and kittens. Cats and kittens. What's going on, oh, you cool really? cats and kittens? Isn't that from that fucking... Carol Baskin Netflix show. Why can I not think of the name of that show right now? Tiger King or something. Tiger King. Thank you. Oh, thank okay. you. Anyway, don't ask who that was. It's a no. deep. It's a deep pull right there. <laughs> it's a deep pull. Right? <laughs> yeah. What's going on, guys? How you doing this morning? Oh man, not Gucci. I'm yeah. still waking up. Yeah, it's early. It's early. That's early for a Saturday, brother. <laughs> Even yeah. though we're well, big, we're big proponents of waking up early on the weekend, but it's still early. True. I mean, I after work yesterday, I got off. You know, I got off around five, came home around six, and then I like took a long nap and didn't wake up until ten. Oh and shit! Then I like stayed up until like three or four playing the quarry. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you dig. I can't wait to get into that game with you because I've uh, I've not really like I didn't listen to the reviews. I didn't read any articles about it or anything. I'm just kind of letting it be. So I'm, I want to hear what you have to say about it because man, Until Dawn's a great game. Uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, this is their new uh, Until Dawn, or like it's the spiritual successor to Until Dawn. Apparently, more so than like their other ones, like Little Hope, Man of Medan, whatever the fucking oh, yeah, yeah that whole series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, so Daryl's tired. Eli, how are you? Yeah, I'm kind of sick, if you can't tell by the voice. Yo, Tom BM, brother. (laughs) I don't know if I'm sick. It kind of just started today, so we'll see how this all unfolds. But uh, my coworker was sick yesterday. Mm. I really hope it's not that. I think I hopefully I'm hoping it's just like allergy stuff. Yeah, but I don't really I don't believe in allergies. Don't yeah. believe in them. <laughs> like I all mean, yeah, allergies, I, like even like peanut I, allergies. I, you're you're just like nah. Oh, dude, there actually is like there's been research done where it's more of a mental thing with the peanut allergies. Oh, really? I mean, that doesn't surprise yeah. me to some extent, right? Because the frequency and the amount of people that have this has gone up. I think in recent yeah. years, like we're diagnosing people with it more. Uh-huh. Like, what's the story for that? Like, so we people just yeah. didn't have it in the past, or they just didn't. We didn't know about. It? I don't know. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I guess there's like legit studies where they like tested it, and it's there's like a mental a mental thing going on. A mental, boom. but no. As far as like, I mean, I, yeah, I get I get a little sneezy in the spring. I feel I you on that. My my the roof of my mouth itches sometimes, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. More labels, more more drugs to sell. <laughs> interesting well i yeah i'm also sick you guys can probably tell right away from my voice last night when i was playing uh some aliens with with slugger and uh skrillis my voice like almost all yesterday my voice was completely gone dude so i was i was worried i wasn't going to be able to talk at all for the show so that was yeah the comps must have been trash the comps were pretty trash (laughs) i was just pretty quiet and i was like yep i only said the important shit so, one shot, one shot, he's one shot. He's one shot, that alien's one shot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been going through it, like, all week. It started for me with a sore throat on, like, Monday night. And then, like, oh. Tuesday, I felt kind of fine, actually. It was weird. Mm. Uh, and then by the time I got home on Tuesday, 
I was sneezing like I sneezed probably like 50 times in one night. It was incredible. And wow. it started to get congested. So I did a COVID test, came back negative. I was like, all right, that's weird. Wednesday, I did a work from home. I was like, I'm just going to see if it gets worse or it gets better. I don't want to get anybody sick. So I did a work from home. And I was like, okay, like I still felt pretty good, but I had some symptoms. But like overall, I was like at like 80% or something, right? And I should also add, I went for a run on Tuesday, did a, did a 5K run. So if I was sick, I was like, can't be that sick because I just did a run. Yeah. And then Wednesday went by and I was like, all right, I feel better. Thursday, I was just really congested. But I wore a mask and I went into work and I was like, all right, like, you know, whatever. And then, yeah, when I woke up yesterday, my voice was completely gone. And I was like, all right, well, fucking A, I guess I'm going to take a sick day or whatever. It's just like it's been running the gambit. I've been having all kinds of, of symptoms, but they only last for like half a day. Like I had a headache mm. for like three hours. I had diarrhea for like three hours. <laughs> I, like oh, it was just gosh. it was so weird, dude. Like and then it's gone. Right. And then nothing else. So sounds like the coups to me. That's what people have told me. They're like, that sounds like COVID, dude. And I was like, all right, but I've done three Kinda. tests, guys. I've done three yeah. tests and they all came back negative. So I don't know. That's what that's what happened to me. But it was they were like a little bit longer. Mm. It was like in, each day it was a fuck. It was a roll of dice. Like, what symptom am I going to have today? Yeah. My head going to hurt. Am I going to have like the chills? Am I going to be, you know, right. My throat going to hurt. But that it was more on like a more like a 24 hour cycle than. And a three-hour cycle. Yeah, man. It's, it's been really weird. And again, I went for a run uh, on Thursday, too. So I did two runs. Oh, there's definitely different levels to it. For sure. And I, is this, do you know, you're the COVID expert. I've always relied on you. Oh, thanks. Is this the, um, thanks, brother. <laughs> is, this the, is this a new variant or is this the, uh, like, the last one? That it, it is a, thing? so it's a really good question. It is a sub-variant of Omicron. So, okay. so a three-hour pace. Yeah, basically, oh, yeah. it's even more every time they're like, oh, it's more transmissible. At this point, we are like 40 times more transmissible than the original COVID, right? Mm -hmm. You can basically get it just from like walking past someone at this point. <laughs> um, so it's cool. That, in their heart or something. <laughs> yeah, so like that's fun. Uh, but what we're hearing a lot about with this particular subvariant is so it's more transmissible. It's less severe, which is great. But it's reinfecting people who have even had, like, the Omicron OG, which wasn't that old. So mm. there's a lot of folks yeah. that are getting it again, even though they've had it, like, not that long ago. So Yeah, I thought I was safe. Yeah, no, unfortunately not. It could be. could be the vid, dude. Just have to, yeah. just have to wait and see. Have a lot of vitamin D. I had vitamins every day this week, like, multiple right. times. You know. you get your vitamin D? You uh, Take runs? <laughs> yeah well that works but i also take a i take a pill every day too for vitamin yeah. d yep i take vitamin like... d and zinc and vitamin c every day just, just for fun yeah just it's kind of a just kind of a cocktail for your your immune system so yeah you know take some of that stuff i don't drink orange juice there's a lot of sugar in orange juice yeah it's the best thing dude yeah i fucking we'll get Light into we'll get into orange juice soon dude I mean, yeah that's right <laughs> All right, well, like we said at the top, this is a trophy hunting show, a trophy hunting podcast, and uh, episode 61, we've been coming at you for a while. Just wanted to say, you know, if you're listening, thanks. Thanks a lot. It means a lot to us. Go ahead and hit that like button, right? The little thumbs up for SoundCloud. I'm realizing our, our numbers, we're getting good listens, not a lot of likes. You know, we, we've mm. beat this drum before. Maybe you don't like it, and if you don't like it, don't hit the like. But if you do yeah. like it, it just takes a second, and it helps us out a lot. So if you're listening there, if you're listening on iTunes, on Podbean, 
wherever you're finding us at, you know, that would be helpful. We would appreciate it. All right. We got some cool shit to get into today, guys. Episode 61, second episode of June. It's what we've been playing. But before we get into all that, we've got our typical run of the show. And there's some cool questions in front of me on this document. So who wrote this one about food in the restroom? That would be me. So what do you want so, to know? <laughs> yeah, what is this? All right. Sauce, so so we're, we're going to revisit this discussion we, we've had already before. You know, we can't forget our past conversations about poo particles and squatting over the toilet. So this thought came to me, you know, the other day at work. On the shitter so, while I was eating a sandwich. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> 12 foot sub man so at the place that we work at um they renovated the the restrooms so restrooms are pretty cool they're all decked out very nice you know oh shit's already broken kind of celebrate oh you talk about the doors right yeah what the hell is that i was like the second day i went in i was like what the i gotta can't have nice, can't have nice things, dude. I, I just I don't even know what to say. Uh. Yeah, you could, you could see someone there. Like, you can get a good look if you, like, look long enough through the crack. But I just turn away. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting into that. Yeah. Two of, the, two of the stalls are, like, connected. And it's tipping. Like, when the doors are left open. Yeah. It, it like, tips both the doors. So it creates a crack. And if they're both <laughs> open, it creates, like, a... You can't, you can't even open the door because of the hint, like, the the locking mechanism mm, that seems like a design flaw to me yeah it's pretty it's pretty embarrassing yeah for how all much right we spent on the bathroom anyways yeah go ahead go ahead daryl let's what were you saying about your sandwich <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later okay but uh to kind of celebrate the reopening of our work bathrooms mm-hmm. the company decided to let us have like a glass of champagne and some cookies and which is cool and all but then I started to notice that a lot of folks are bringing that stuff into the restrooms, Ugh. and it totally grossed me out. I'm like, people are eating like cookies in the restroom, checking out the stalls. The, you know, I mean, it was practically brand new. I don't think anyone's used it. Yeah. But it still kind of grossed me out that people were eating and drinking in the restroom, and that's like totally against like how I approach the bathroom when it comes to food. Um, so I'm just kind of curious to see what your thoughts are, kind of. Dogs and the brains rolling. See what you guys think. <laughs> well, First of all, the champagne in the for the bathroom is pretty hilarious. Yeah, that I is funny. That when I came back, and that that's uh, that's interesting. That's yeah. For sure. Well, so I missed the grand opening, but <clears throat> for a little yeah. bit of context, the uh, the place we've been working has has talked about this since I've w- started working there. So mm-hmm. at, at least five years, they've been talking about getting new restrooms. So it finally happened. So I think that's the idea behind the champagne was like, all right, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like It has been a big thing. It's been a big thing. Yeah. I'm saddened to hear that they're already having issues. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as far as your question, Daryl, I think the, the key detail here is that they were new and probably unused. Now, you'd have to imagine if you're someone working on those things for a few months, like I'm going to yeah. take a poop in there. Right. Yeah. Like, so they're not brand, brand new, but they're pretty new. And with that being said, I feel like there's maybe a little bit more room for lenience uh, with uh, eating and drinking 
like just briefly like popping in there to see what the space looks like while you're carrying your cookie and your champagne. That's one <laughs> thing, right? But in general, my stance hasn't changed. I think it's fucking disgusting. Like, and the most common thing you see is with, with beverages, I feel like. People have like a coffee or something and they'll just set it down on like mm. the ledge in the restroom or whatever and they'll like just go take a crap and then be like, cool, I'm gonna grab my coffee and walk out. It's like, yikes, you know? I'm still not cool with that. Still not cool huh. with that. But I think there's a little more room here because it's new. What do you think, uh, Eli? Yeah, I mean, typically, just to like save time when I'm on my lunch, I'll just I'll just hop into the bathroom, open the open the lid, sit <laughs> on the toilet backwards, and just consume my lunch off the top of the tank. That's the fastest <laughs> way to really get through the day. <laughs> God, for a second I thought you were serious, and uh... <laughs> oh. no. Uh... Food's pretty gross. I mean, especially at work. I don't know. It's it's uh, that's pretty gross. I mean, I do depending on like I'll have my water bottle, and unfortunately, they took that like barrier that was in the front of the bathrooms away. So oh, I used yeah. to put my water bottle up there. Now there's not mm-hmm. really good spot for it. So yeah, and the ledge in the bathroom by the window, there used to be like a ledge you could put it on. Yep. Sometimes I'd have to bring my water. Uh, but like it has a lid and it closes. It's not an open coffee or anything. But yeah, I think at work is pretty gross. But I mean, what do you guys? What do you guys do at home? Do you are you eating meals in the bathroom or? No, <laughs> nothing's coming with me into the, the the most that's coming in there with me is a is a glass of water, mm. and even that is like if I'm gonna maybe open top. Yeah, I'm, I've done open top glass of water, but it's not like for when I'm doing the biz. You know, it's like if I'm popping into the bathroom to like grab something out of the medicine cabinet or whatever, and I'm uh, like, you know, but I'm not going to, or if I'm, even if I'm showering, I guess sometimes like, but that's not, I can't even really think that maybe it's happened like four times or five times, but yeah. Have you done the beer in the shower yet? I haven't. Cause I'm doing a dry month in June. Oh, so that would I, also contradict this whole, right? Exactly. But I am going to try that at some point just cause I'm super curious. Uh, but kind of a little tangent here. I've started trying to take cold showers as well. Nice dude. Yeah. So, like, and it was really hard to adjust. So, like, for the first, like, f- you know, a couple minutes of my shower or whatever, I would just do normal temp. And then I would just, like, slowly kind of, like, turn it down, you know, and, and do, like, 30 seconds and then turn it down again until it got to be, like, cold. And then I would try yeah. to be in there for a couple minutes like that. So. The blast at the end is also pretty good. The cold so blast? Cold yeah. Cold blast at the end. Yeah, dude. Especially in the summertime. It's actually really nice. Oh, yeah. This is the best time to start doing that for sure. Yeah. For sure. Try that. Try to keep that up in the winter. But so you want to do a cold beer in a cold shower or in a hot shower? I mean, I don't. That's personal choice. But I would assume you'd want a cold beer in a warm shower. Yeah. Like. Well, because you were talking about how it warms up the beer pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want that ideally, but ideally you wouldn't be drinking beer in the shower. So. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like that's the, the relaxing, you know, it's like a it's like a bath with wine, but it's a shower with beer. It's like the, you know. Yeah. I mean, I do you, like taking showers like, w- when I'm stoned. I think that's kind of fun. Mm. I have to tell you that. I don't know if you guys have mm. ever, ever experienced that in your youth, but uh, that's a good time. You know, you're kind of in the rainforest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Daryl, you felt like you had pretty strong stances on this still. So you're a hard no, right? You no, know, even if it's a new bathroom, it freaked you out that there was food and drink. Yeah, it was just disgusting, man. Like, you know, at home, like, I wouldn't even take food into my own restroom. I think the furthest I would go with food in the restroom is, is if, if I'm already eating it. 
Yeah, I would hold my breath. Yeah, like, like I wouldn't even like inhale while I'm eating in my own restroom. I'll just be like holding my breath and just chewing, and you know, that's like the furthest I'll let food in the restroom. Sure. How do you how do you keep up how do you keep up the hover if you're not inhaling? You you holding your breath and hovering? Mm. Are we talking about like swatting? Fit. Yeah, mm. I mean you got to do both. No, no oh, breath, man. no breath. Or... Oh man, <laughs> jeez! You, you know how much I used to squat back in the day, bro. <laughs> Do you even lift, uh, bro? Do you even squat? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I think yeah. I've actually eaten in the bathroom. <laughs> hmm. hmm. I like if I'm if I'm uh, eating a snack and I just I I I'm pretty busy. I'm usually running around, always on my feet when I'm when I'm here with my son. Right. So if I'm like eating my snack, I like. Like a, it's a nut bar, chocolate on the bottom. It's like my easy, uh, not very carb filled snack. So I might be like eating one of those, and I I go take a whiz. I've never shit, I don't think, and eaten. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it is like weird. I'm pissing real quick. It's a real circle of life, right I there. I might have. I cannot confirm or deny this, but I would assume it's happened. If you're doing this at home. You're gross, dude. Don't do this. What are you? What are you? What are you doing? All right, you got a problem. We love you, but you have a problem. Have you? Right? Have you guys ever watched the show The League or ever heard of it on FX? I think I've heard. Uh, of it. yes, that's like the fantasy football one, right? Yeah. So when I was like real big into fantasy basketball a while back, that was like the show that you know I like to watch, even though it was focused on football. But one of the guys. He was pretty particular about having food in the restroom. So, like, he took his sandwich, and he, like, it was still in the bag, and he had it sealed, and he left it on the counter, and then he took, like, a, a quick piss. But then, like, someone came in and just lit up the stall. So he's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm throwing it away. And then later in the show, he comes up with this idea to have a bathroom cubby. So if you have food, you can just put your food in the cubby, Come back out and not have to worry about your food being contaminated. I mean, that's oh. a good idea. Is, is the cubby in the bathroom, though, or is it, like, on the outside wall? You know what I mean? It's outside just before you, like, enter the restroom. Okay, gotcha. All right, that's, that's better for sure. Uh, but if we're worried about particles wafting, mm. like, floating around, how is that any better? I don't know. I mean, if it's outside and the door is closed, maybe it doesn't get to it, you know? I could, I could see it. I could see it. The particles work how you want them to, dude. That's just standard science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, convenient, you know? Exactly. Whatever fits my narrative, that's how a particle works. Okay? <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. All right. Well, don't be doing this at home, okay? Don't be doing food in the restrooms. Uh, weird. You have food in the restrooms? <laughs> <laughs> like a drug yeah don't be doing food in the don't restroom be doing food in the restroom guys don't be doing it all right i know it's tempting i know it's fun when you're young and experimenting but don't do it okay <laughs> oh all right uh i got a funny story for you guys i gotta share this before it gets too far away from my memory okay mm-hmm. so we're training for a 10k stephanie and i so we're trying to eat healthier and like we're going on a lot of runs every week whatever the, the 10k is fourth of july weekend so We've been having a lot of salads for, uh, for dinner and for lunch. So last night we had a salad for dinner and we've been eating pretty good all week. And we're like, you know, like kind of want to just split like a small pizza or something, right? Like maybe we should order just a small pizza and have a couple slices. Sounds good. 
So, so we decide, like, you know, it's like eight o'clock. I'm like sick, right? Stephanie is is uh is not in a state to drive, and so <laughs> we're, we're, I'll say that. And uh, so we're like, all right, we're gonna do DoorDash. So I DoorDash Mountain Mike's, get this medium pizza. Oh my god, dude! Now I like Mountain Mike's, right? Typically, but here's what happened. I've never fucking seen this in my life. All right, the pizza shows up. We're all hyped. I go grab it, right? Gonna go get some plates out of the cupboard. I open that box. And there is a cooked pizza in front of me with no cheese on it. None. It is a pizza with olives and onion and sauce and a cooked crust, but no cheese. (laughs) What? So I immediately went from really excited to so bummed, like immediately. And like the only positive spin I could put on it was like, well, I guess it's like less calories and less fat, you know? But like, and I'm gonna eat it because this thing was like 35 bucks since I door dashed it. And it's like I'm not gonna not eat this thing, but it's basically just a fucking flatbread. Ah, uh, have you guys ever experienced this? Like, no, che- no one when they're making this was like, does this guy really not want cheese or something? Like, what the fuck is? I don't know. Did you like <laughs> add toppings and like do a customized pizza or something? And it was uh. Yeah, I started with the no, base like- of a medium cheese pizza, and then I was like, mm. all right, I'm gonna add on olives and onion. Right, olives and red onion, cool. And it just, yeah, I don't know, dude. I was really, I really bummed. Know. I don't really know Mountain Mike's policy. You know what? Maybe when you like clicked the, the like customized, you like you had to like re-add cheese. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I was for, honestly expecting for it to a second, be way... Colin. I, you thought there was gonna be a dick or a piece of poop on there? <laughs> no, I thought it was gonna be like. No, I thought it was gonna be empty. Oh. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. No, that would have also been funny, but. But understandable. I'd be like, okay, yeah, they like someone like stole my pizza. Someone stole my cheese, dude. <laughs> someone stole all the cheese on my fucking pizza. I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand. Mount Mike's kind of expensive. Then you DoorDash. I thought it was gonna be like showed up in the bill. Yeah, it was ridiculous, dude. I don't. I don't understand. I'm. And here's the thing. Okay. Where's the thing? When you're so excited for a pizza, right? After you've been having salad all week. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to get a treat, dude. I'm going to get something unhealthy. And then it shows up in that state. Man, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. That would be heartbreaking. Yeah, so I got half of this pizza just sitting in my fridge right now. I don't know what to do with it. I don't even know <laughs> if I can call it a pizza anymore. Nah. Yeah. So word to the wise out there, be careful, okay? And normally Mountain Mike's I really like, I have to say. But... This time they uh they done fucked up and I was too lazy to I mean I probably could have called or sent a picture or, I don't know but I was like all right whatever it's like eight thirty at night I'm not gonna deal with this and uh, we moved on but let me know you know if anyone else has en- <laughs> encountered this particular problem when ordering a pizza I would love to hear about it all right um what do we got for dad jokes today Eli let's let's levity it up a bit all right all right, all right. now <laughs> you're gonna have to. I don't think I've read I I read these. I have this like big document of all these jokes and I'm highlighting them red so I know I've I've read them. Okay. I don't think I read these, but just to be sure, just remind me. Okay. All right. So what did the hot dog say when his friend passed him in the race? Hmm. Move those buns. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that better. Oh, you like it better than what's the actual answer? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. All right. Well, what, uh, hmm. Yeah, that's that's my guess. 
Move them buns. Wow, I relish the fact that you mustered the strength to catch up to me. God damn it, dude. It's just like they went all out. They had to do all, all three of them. <laughs> That's a condiment banger right there. Oh! Oh! Uh, yeah. Yep. Condiment I've banger. Heard that one before. What's that? I've heard that one before. Uh, from Eli or just in general? I remember that because I remember all the condiments being mentioned. Ah, uh, okay. And we did this one too, which vegetable tries to be cool, but is only part partly successful at it. Cucumber? Yeah, you said that last time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool They're as a cucumber, enough? baby. I felt like it started with a P. The radish. Ah, uh, he's right. radish. Yeah, oh, yeah, so that one I do remember. Okay, okay, we've done All right, those. So I must have done these. And the watermelon, how, why don't they have fancy weddings? Or why do they have fancy weddings? Here's the problem when we're on episode 61, dude. You might have done these, but they're new to me, you know? Oh. I thought yeah. this was like the last episode. Anyways, let's start off with some fresh ones. The reason watermelons have fancy weddings is because they can't elope. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. Yep, I remember that one too. Okay. Why don't cats play poker in the jungle? Okay. Is, uh... Why don't cats play poker? That's already a quandary. Lion? Oh! oh! Oh my gosh. They're all lion. Yeah, there's too many cheetahs. Oh my gosh! Well, I like uh, Daryl's as well, dude. Nice job yeah. on that one, bro. Yeah, nice job, one. dude. Coming in clutch, dude. I know, seriously. All right. Uh, why did the cat wear a dress? <laughs> They're all cat based. <laughs> 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 why did the cat wear a dress? Hmm. <laughs> Something about a, a ball of yarn is coming to mind. I don't know. I don't know for this one. I got nothing. Daryl? Nothing. She was feline fine. Oh, yes, she was. <laughs> <laughs> Go and get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. great. Why was the cat sitting on the computer? This fucking cat. This one's for your cat, dude. I don't know why they do it for real, but in the context of the... Jo- oh, it's warm, maybe. Um, I just didn't know the computer. They wanted their owner to paw. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I got nothing. Oh, yeah, going after the mouse. Game. Going after yeah, the mouse. Yeah, you got to keep an eye on the mouse. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, but I did hear something about why they actually do do that. Do do. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> Is that why? <laughs> yeah. They usually just try to hack up their, uh, their fur balls, dude. Yep. No, it's something about, um, you know, they're very, like, territorial, and they, like, want to be with you. Right. And, like, they see you spend time on this thing, and they want to, like, rub their scent on it or get your smell. Kind of. It's something like that. I don't oh, know. Oh, I mean, that totally yeah. makes sense, because the other mm-hmm. thing that Rosie would sit on is my PlayStation 4 back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably warmth. I don't know if they can see your, like, playing that. Yeah, that's true. But I that's think a it's good point. both. Like, if they're all on your hand, like a laptop, and you're, like, in your bed or something, and they're all up on your... They're trying to, like, kind of mark their scent and get your scent and be involved with the things that you're in- obviously interested in. Oh, that's so cute, dude. No, little cats. Yeah. Little cats. More attention-seeking, I think, than cute, but... I don't know. I, I, I think same cats thing. are dope, dude. I've actually... A uh, little bit of tangent here. I've decided I'm going to get a tattoo. Okay? Oh, my. Yep. I've decided I'm going to get a tattoo. And on your, uh, on your uh, neck, on Face? my on my forearm, on my forearm, oh, okay. yeah, right. uh, like the underside of my forearm. I don't know what to call that. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, but it's going to be – I'm going to get some some iteration of Gigi from Kiki's Delivery Service, the Studio Ghibli movie. And Gigi is the witch's black cat that she has because my cat is also, like, all black. So mm. I'm going to get just a little black cat on my forearm at some point. I don't know when this is going to happen. I've just decided that I'm down to do it. For a long time in my life, I deliberated on, like, I kind of want a tattoo. I don't really know what to get, like – you know, and just like never went and just never pulled the trigger on it. But I'm like, eh, I think I could do one small tattoo. That'd be kind of cool. So anyway, that's a little update for you guys. It'll be or coming on, coming uh-huh. to you. Uh, more to come on that. <laughs> coming to you later this year. What what made you decide on the forearm? That's kind of like a risky. I actually I like that spot. I don't know. Yeah. I, that's why I always envisioned getting it if I was going to get one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Just yeah. can't hide with short sleeves. It's the thing. Yeah, I just feel like it matters less too nowadays. You know. Yeah, it does. So you're old, you're old enough, and in your uh, yeah, kind of like your career path. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So pretty, pretty exciting. More to come. If you know what what that uh what that creature is, who Gigi is, then you know, sweet. Otherwise, uh, I'll obviously post in the Discord when it happens. But is it Gigi? Yeah. If you look up GG and then Kiki is K-I-K-I. Oh, wait, sorry. It's J-I-G-I, not G-I-G-I. G-G. What? Kiki's what? Delivery. It's what? J-I-J-I. G-G like, delivery? G-G from Kiki's delivery service. Oh, my God. Yeah, you see this cat? It's just G-G from Kiki. Yeah. Do you love me? Yeah. Uh, yeah so i want to get that looks a lot like just my cat so i just want to get like a pose of it sitting basically it's a lot of black there bud yep yep it's gonna it's gonna be a good one that's right boy (laughs) (laughs) uh do we have any more dad jokes or is that it that's it all right well thank you for that good job daryl you got one man yeah dude killed it (laughs) like you speak up less than colin but i think you've averaged more right answers than colin all right well fuck off (laughs) (laughs) the once in the lifetime moment it won't happen again (laughs) oh my goodness it's too hard for me man my brain moves slow yeah you just i mean yeah move those buns i would consider that's a that's a win in my book honestly yeah i thought it was all right you know yeah it's yeah. I think I was we come up with some good ones. buns too. Get yeah, them buns toasted up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm moving. Wild. 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 All right. Well, thank you very much. Like we said at the top, episode sixty-one. If you're listening to this, thank you. Said that already, but I want to give another thank you out, really specifically to our Patreon supporters. If you didn't know, we are supported over on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/TrophyTalkPodcast, where we've got quite a few different tiers of support including some Discord benefits. And uh, yeah, go check that out. Go check out the Discord. Really awesome stuff going on over there. And thank you to our Patreon supporters. So that's a big thank you to Charles Bilby, The Sly G. Cooper, Pat the Trophy Hunter, Slugger, B-Down, Maximum Carnage, Skrillis, Smackerly, King6969, and Diego Juan. Thank you guys so much for your support of the show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope you're enjoying the content. With that, let's get into our Patreon-submitted questions. One of the perks you get over there if you support us at the silver tier or higher. Woo, woo, woo. I don't know why I did that noise. Uh, what's that? How come, uh, Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. But yeah, how come, fuck you. How come Chaz changed to Charles? Yeah, I don't... Uh, 
It's been Charles for the last couple times, yeah? Not on the Patreon, though. No. Oh, shit. Well, his real name is Charles. So, okay. take that, okay. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Are those all for me? Oh, my gosh. My, uh, my wife just walked in with the smorgasbord of breakfast uh, pastries. She just went oh. to uh, this place, and there's, there's a regular croissant, there's a chocolate croissant, and what is this other one here? A concha. And also another cup of coffee, guys. I'm going to be buzzing, okay? Oh, my God. I'm buzzing? Straight, Are you buzzing or buzzing? Thank you, my love. Uh, pretty sick. That's service right there <laughs> if I've ever seen it, okay? Yeah, yeah. Bussing. I'm bussing. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Is the cheese still there? <laughs> Is the cheese? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is the cheese there? Did you make sure? Oh, yeah. It's... <laughs> The cheese? What is, it? what is a chocolate croissant? It's a croissant oh, wait, wait, wait. filled with chocolate. For, uh, you fancy guys. How do you say, how do you say croissant, Colin? Croissant. Mr. Fucking croissant. 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 You almost made me drop my that, croissant. <laughs> I'll take two croissants. <laughs> is that the... Is that, yeah. uh, and you say it in French, you go, je voudrais uh, du croissant, s'il vous plaît. And that means <laughs> I would like two croissants, please. Oh, so, is that what it, um, I thought it was a croissant on my plate? No. Je voudrais is I would like, and then uh, un, deux, trois. So uh, two is du. So du croissant, and then si vous plaît is please. Okay. Yep. Okay. Fact check it, Pat. Fact check it. You, you, guys gotta stop you guys gotta stop doubting me because, listen, you guys saw in the comments in Discord, bro, Pat said I said Quebec pretty well. Yeah. He was like impressed. a local. Like a local. Yeah. Maybe not quite like a local, but pretty good. So I'm. I'm feeling I'm busting on that, dude. What sound? Uh huh. Sound like a like a like a little toddler's learning how to t talk. All right, well, fuck you. Let's get what? into the first question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The> yummy croissant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the first question. Let's go with Smackerly's, just because we haven't really had any gaming specific talks yet, and this one's a gaming question. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Eli, read us in on this one. What is your most anticipated game coming out of Summer Games Fest? First off, I want to clarify. What is the Summer Games Fest? Daryl? Is that the Xbox thing? I thought it was the Xbox showcase. That's correct. So uh, There was a couple. Yep. I think. Yep. But, so basically, uh, it was like an E3 right. kind of, sort of. Like, it was a couple week period where there was like E3 officially wasn't happening, but lots of companies were having press conferences, including Devolver Digital, Capcom, Xbox, Bethesda. And so just a lot of announcements coming out over a couple week period. So that was Summer Games Fest. Um, and I, I don't begrudge you for not paying too close of attention to it because it's just, dude, it was so much. It was like literally every day there was like five new trailers. Like, half of them are just CGI, so you, you learn nothing about the game. And, you know, mm -hmm. just a lot of announcements to keep up with. But there was a lot that was announced. So, Daryl, what did you have for this one? So, I, I had a few. Um, this one is not one I was exactly anticipating, but the Aliens Dark Descent trailer was pretty cool. I thought, you know, it was cool to see, you know, another Aliens game and... Colin, you're playing Aliens right now, so you're probably like hella excited when you saw the trailer until you eventually saw what the gameplay would look like. <laughs> um, but that that trailer had me, had me mad, dude. Yeah. Mad. Yeah, because the fucking 
you know, the guys were like, all the commandos were like, you know, dying off. And then the, the sergeant or the commander's just like, hold that door. And then homeboy just closed the door on there. I was like, bro, I hate people like that. Especially like in <laughs> like in video games, movies, or in like real life, dude. That fucking backstabbers, man. That that sucked. She was like, "You son of a bitch!" And then right when she was about to say "bitch," the door closed on her. Yeah. Oh, that shit had me mad, dude. Yeah. Oh. It, yeah. You don't want to hang around those kind of people, you know. But it was cool because, like, you know, he um, the trailer has you thinking it's like an interrogation scene. And I was thinking, oh man, this guy's having nightmares because he's reliving that moment. You see, like the um, the tail of the alien kind of just like coming into the shot. And eventually, you find out that he's still like at that, that place where all that carnage took place, and like the people he's having like the interview with are already dead. So it, it was a cool trailer, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the trailer. Uh, the games I am anticipating is um, Callisto Protocol. I'm excited for that one. Oh, let's let, let's camp out there for a sec because I also had that on my list. Uh, I'm gonna toss that up here now that I know I've actually already read the question. <laughs> yeah, I man. thought it was an Xbox question from an Xbox guy. I apologize. No, no. I mean, your answers are totally sufficient because I had a lot from the Xbox showcase. So, um. Yeah, but Callisto Protocol looks dope, dude. I mean, it's basically like a new sort of Dead Space style sci-fi horror game. Like what I would say that I just want to say real fast and I'll toss it back to you, Daryl, is that I'm so excited for all the horror games next year because between Resident Evil 4 Remake, um, Callisto Protocol, Dead Space, the remake coming out, like it's just so many sci-fi and so many survival horror games already and that's just what we know about i'm sure there's going to be more smaller titles too so that's a really exciting prospect for me but go ahead why did you put this on your uh on your list well i'm a big fan of dead space and when this game first got mentioned a while back you know when they first revealed that trailer and they said it's like made by the same people or like some of the group who made dead space i was really excited definitely had that dead space feel in the trailer now seeing gameplay footage it definitely had me thinking oh yeah this is definitely taking you know aspects of dead space and putting it into this new brand game so i was really excited you know there's some little tidbits here and there that I'd seen that reminded me of dead space like health bar on the spine now it looks like it's on the collar like on the neck um that was really cool uh seeing the guy being able to use kinesis like the fact that he picked up the enemy and just like straight up do his ass into a fan. That was really cool. And it just says that that brutality and gore that were, that I remember from Dead Space specifically. Like they actually showed off like the character's death in like probably the most gruesome way possible. I was like, dude, that's sick. Like, this is freaking cool. The guy got trapped in the door and it's like I don't know what's going on, but it's like he's being sucked into this like tight space in the door, and he's just like getting crumbled up, and it just reminded me of Dead Space so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about that game. Another horror game. Uh, didn't really see too much out of the trailer, but they did mention that it's kind of like a mix between Dead Space again and the movie Moon. I've never seen that movie, but it kind of makes me want to watch it now just to kind of see if those two kind of go hand in hand with each other. And wow, the game I'm a... talking. That's a weird pull. So you've seen Moon. Yeah, dude. 
All right, go ahead, though. So I didn't realize there was a game coming out. That concept for that movie is trippy, dude. I don't want to give it away. So you should definitely go watch it. Yeah, I definitely want to watch it now that they mentioned it. Uh, it's Solace. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's being voiced by, like, Troy Baker and Roger Clark. Uh, for those who don't know, it's the guy who played Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, but yeah, it looked really cool. You know, I, I like what I saw. It kind of reminded me of like Death Stranding, like the aesthetics of it. Like that's kind of the impression I was getting. It looks really cool. Uh, I want to see more out of it. But you know, after seeing that, I definitely want to like watch Moon now just to see. Like, okay, you know, this this is really cool. You know, it's a cool concept for this game. Yeah. And Dead Space is always cool for me. I like Dead Space no matter what. I'm watching the trailer right now. Okay, nice. Yeah, let me know what you think. And the last game for me um, is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. They they gave us some uh, gameplay footage of a mission that's, like, taking place on the oil rig. I'm pretty excited for that one. You know, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare... um, Is it a reboot, Colin? The one from 2018? Would that be considered a reboot? That's what I would call it. Yeah. Yeah, so you know they're they're bringing this back, Modern Warfare Two, focusing on like Task Force One Four One, which is really nice. I know a lot of people have been wanting like more from them, and especially Ghosts, who was like featured in Modern Warfare Two. A lot of people liked them. A lot of people were sad by the way he went out. So I know a lot of fans are really happy to, to see him back. I know I am. Um, but I'm a little I'm a little curious too because they're promoting this whole thing about. Oh, team matters or something like it takes a team. I feel like it's I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I feel like they might just make that game like co-op like it's meant to be played co-op. That's just my guess because they keep mentioning team, team, team. So I feel like it would be cool to like pick up like an operator, you know, in the party of four from Task 141 and just play like the the campaign or spec ops together as a team. That's a really good call out because it's not something they've done in recent years, right? The the whole notion of like co-op campaign for Call of Duty is not one that's very common. Um, in fact, I don't know if that's been the case with really any of the Call of Duties I've played in recent years. So yeah, that's that's a pretty cool idea. And for me, this is like <laughs> that's that joke that comes up all the time of like, oh, I'm not going to buy COD this year, and then like you end up buying it. Well, I actually really like the reboot of Modern Warfare as well particularly for a trophy hunting perspective, that trophy list is easy and awesome and didn't require that much like online multiplayer play at all. You could almost get the whole list done just in the campaign. So it actually, the cool thing about the list, just to say real quick, real quick, if you haven't played it, like you can, there's things like, oh, get this many kills with a Molotov or like shoot down a helicopter with with this right and you can do that in the campaign there's different sections to do it or you could have that happen in multiplayer that was the cool thing about the list is like none of the trophies were too restrictive in the way that you did them so if you're someone who plays call of duty purely for the multiplayer or just for Warzone, you could still get a good chunk of trophies done and i really liked that so modern warfare 2 is another one that i agree with you on where yeah i'm pretty excited for that for sure and then just one more thing. Um, I know Eli had mentioned, you know, 
not being sure like what summer games fest was i was kind of confused too because like looking at your your guys answers on the actual note i was like wait i didn't see any of these games on the showcase that i saw and i was like where are these games from that you guys are talking about i, th- but, I thought the same about yours <laughs> like wait that's what i mean dude there's What's literally the there's Wild probably World like too? 50 or 100 announcements at least that were like I mean, there's so many that were at least, like, somewhat interesting, you know? Yeah, I've been trying to, I, I've been, uh, as you guys have been talking, I've been trying to do some research on some of the stuff I missed, and just, holy fuck, dude, what the hell? Yeah, there's a lot, like, man. It, it, oh, there's yeah. so many, like, there's like, a lot of good action games that yep. look uh, that look exciting, and it's like, I, I'm just going to have to, like, just write them all off, because I would just list everything. Yeah. Like, there's too much action going on yeah, in my yeah. I guess that's what I'm looking at, but yeah, it's just like, it's too much. <laughs> Between our answers, it's all from like two showcases and they're roughly four hours total, like, you know, between the two sh- showcases. So a lot of the content, man, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there was even like a deep dive. Uh, so Xbox Bethesda did their showcase and mm-hmm. to spoil a little bit, uh, one of the things that I think is pretty interesting here is none of us have Starfield listed. Which, of course, were trophy-focused and PlayStation ecosystem-focused, but, like, I wasn't impressed by that reveal, really, at all. So, yeah, interesting. But, uh... I think that's a... That's kind of, like, a hard one to reveal, in my opinion. It is. Because what I was, like, when I was... I I just watched a tad of it, and I was like, well, what are you gonna... The whole aspect of that, right, it's, like, the whole RPG thing of it, right? So, it's, like... Yep. What what are you gonna... What are you gonna showcase all this story? Or you know, it's like it's not going to be that exciting. You're yeah, it's like big open the character creation. The yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, which I guess is like true for like Skyrim, right? Like it's hard to like do a trailer yeah. for that too. So mm-hmm. I'm I have no doubt that it will be good. The one critique I really did have was the combat looked really bad. Uh, so, mm. but they're not known for that. So whatever you could, it doesn't matter. Um, Aliens: Dark Descent, interesting pull, Daryl. So I was really bummed that this wasn't the long rumored. Alien Isolation 2, which is what I thought it was going to be. And unfortunately, it's not. This appears to be like a top-down isometric squad-based shooter. To me, it's like Dead Nation or something like that, like a co-op, like twin-stick shooter kind of vibe. But they kept using the word tactical, like like when they were talking about it. Oh, it's a tactical shooter, tactical shooter. So to Mm -hmm. me, I'm like, is it going to be like a turn-based, like, XCOM-style alien game? Because that's kind of interesting, if it's the case. So I don't really know what to expect. The one you're playing now is tactical, is it not? It is. Teamwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, a little bit of a bummer. But what, what I do like is they're being consistent. Because if you look at Alien Isolation, it's alien, singular, right? And just like the first movie, Alien, is a horror movie. Alien Isolation follows that trend. Aliens is an action movie. And the two action team-based games we have coming out, Aliens Dark Descent and then the existing Aliens Fireteam Elite, are action-heavy. So I think they're being consistent. And it'll really be it'll really come to fruition when the, the sequel to Alien Isolation does come out. If they keep that same naming convention, I'm going to be like, you guys know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing. So if you see something with the Aliens name, plural, you can expect it to be action. So I kind of like that they're they're doing that. Hmm. That makes sense too, because it's plural. Yeah. So you're gonna need to fight stuff off. Yep. Exactly. So, uh, Eli, what do you have though for this? 
Okay, so obviously number one, I I didn't have this on my list because I didn't. I watched the Xbox thing. Yeah, courses, and on now I find out that there's uh you know all these other showcases. I'm like, dude, Jesus, that's a lot of that's a lot of watching research to do for this question. <laughs> I was I was I watched the Xbox one last night. Yeah, pretty long. Uh, but now that I know, I changed my number one to Metal Hellsinger. Yes, which is absolutely dope, dude. I played the. They have a demo out. Um, it it honestly is a little harder than I thought it was gonna be. So for those of you that don't know, which I don't know why you wouldn't, <laughs> sick, dude. Been sleeping under <laughs> sleeping under a rock, dude. It's a uh, it's a what do you call it? It's a rock band shooter, basically, filled with metal music, and like they have a bunch of big artists and and well known names in the uh, in the metal industry. But there's a, yeah, it's like staying on the beat is kind of, it's kind of, you get off and then you're still on the same like, and you're just off every time. You're like, fuck, you got to like run away and, and get back on the beat. Uh, I found tapping my foot work pretty good. Nice. You can't can't really headbang while you're (laughs) trying to watch a screen, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you can't really. (laughs) This is kind of hard. But yeah, that was pretty fun. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna be. Um, gonna be harder. I think. But once I think once you get used to it more, it'll be. It'll get. It'll get easier. For um, sure. And then, so from what I moved from my number one slot to put Metal Hellsinger up there was Diablo Four. And yeah. holy fucking Oof. shit, it looks absolutely lit. That game looks incredible, dude. Dude, it looks so good, dude. I cannot wait. I honestly might even switch that back to one. <laughs> oh no! It looks so fucking sick, dude. Yeah, it looks so sick. It's like the graphics are really good. It's like Diablo three, but the graphics are like a little like more realistic. Yep, and and darker yeah. tone. It's dude, like more adult tone. looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be brutal. Yeah, they've got they've been able to add in more like more violence basically with the better graphics, more yeah. realistic. Like the the abilities that dude like rushes that blood and just like falls it down an alley oh yeah so sick, dude yeah and dude. The, the druid where you can like become the uh the bear the, the creatures and stuff yeah oh, dude it looks so good i can't wait a lot of the and spells like a, really impressed me they look yeah. cool and varied and really like fun to watch like they're very like spectacular looking you know it's yeah, yeah it's pretty sick that's going to be day one for me, for sure. It's it open so world, cool. right, too? They're saying it's open, open world. world. Uh, there are PvP-specific areas. And if you get... If you're too good... Like, if you kill too many people in the PvP areas, you have a bounty, and everyone can come after you. There's mm-hmm. world events, like world bosses that show up that are going to require, like, you know, tons of people to work together. I mean, it just mm-hmm. sounds like they're doing a lot of things right, you know? And, yeah, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm glad you put that on there, too. Yeah, the... You pretty much describe those things with the the whole world is going to be a little different, which I do like. I mean, I, I like the idea of the hub world system or whatever you call of of three. But, oh, dude, it just looks so good, dude. It looks so fucking good. <laughs> and uh, I did. I did want to like I, I'm interested to see how this does after the major flop of Immortal. Yeah. Which I'm not sure if it's a flop. Uh, I definitely know, like, I'm on a lot of Diablo sites and discords, and, um, the, those creators for that are still doing stuff for Immortal. Okay. Um, but of course, like, they, they play so much 
and like write these guides and like they don't need to pay to like upgrade stuff. So that's where the big controversial came in with the moral was like you had to pay to you could pay money and to like fully upgrade your characters like $150,000 or something like that. What? Yeah. Oof. But I, that's what they say. And it's like, but what are you going to not play at all and just pay the 150 to upgrade your character all the <clears> way? <throat> like you're going to be playing some, I would assume. Right. Like, so you're going to be getting some of these upgrades. But um, I think that was some math people did to do from like zero to whatever max level. I don't yeah. know. Like but that, that was a big controversial. Yeah. And so you like, yeah, you got these people that play all the time. They can just do it without having to pay. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see how this, how that affects their, and it, it, it already started off on the wrong foot too. Cause it was the, what you guys don't have phones. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised they kept that project. Yeah. After that whole crazy. fiasco. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is available on the PC. So you got all the, you know, people playing it that, you know, but I heard it's good coming out. I'm just waiting. Yeah, I heard it's really good. I mean, like, so David Jaffe, I really like him as a content creator on YouTube. And he was saying that, like, yeah, if you just treat it as like something casual and fun to play with your friends, it's super fun. And he hasn't hit the paywall yet where he feels like he has to spend money on the game. So mm-hmm. like, whatever, dude. I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's totally ways you can play those games without having to pay. You just have to be patient and and or not care about like being able to do end game content the first week the game is out, mm-hmm. <laughs> which like yeah duh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh yeah, Diablo Four looks amazing. One thing important to point out from the Bethesda Xbox showcase, uh, everything they showed was coming out within 12 months. Mm-hmm. They said that at the top. So even though we don't have an official release date on Diablo, you can expect it by next June at the latest. So it's within a year. It's within touching distance. It's pretty cool. I if that said 2023 or not. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't remember if it did or not either. When I when I looked I think up, it did. It uh, did. Okay. I think I watched it last night. All right. So likely coming next summer. That seems like a good summer game to me. Like if you are targeting people like in high school or something that are or college, mm-hmm. right? They got some maybe a little more free time in the summer. That's uh. Summer. That seems like a a good thing. So Christmas time. Dude. I know, dude. I know. Oh, Metal Hellsinger comes out nine thirteen, I believe, nine <laughs> something. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So that's. And then. Uh, yeah. What's up? What's so up after that? For my third, uh, like I said, there were so many of these action games, right? Like, uh, which fire looked pretty good. Forty k, uh, Warhammer forty k, Dark Tide looks good. They both look like um, Killing Floor type games, horde type games, first person horde shooters. Yeah. So those look pretty dope. Witchfire looks cool with all like the specific skills and for Warhammer 40k, like that universe is just always I've always liked that universe. I've never played the game or played any of the other games because they're mostly strategy stuff and the like the action ones they've had are not really great. I think I do own Space Marine, but this one looks interesting. And then like that I just had to update myself and the uh the Stormgate and Flintlock from some other showcases looked pretty dope. And then the two Marvel ones looked pretty cool too. Midnight Suns, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Those are both Marvel, right? Yeah. Really know, <clears throat> it yeah, is. Awesome. Yeah. Those it's... are all. Oh, Gotham Knights. Yeah, Gotham Knights is DC, you're right. Is yep. that? It's what? Gotham Knights is DC. Daryl's okay. right. But uh, Midnight Suns is Marvel. That's pretty weird that they're different. What do you call that? IP? 
but they're like related. Yeah. Midnight Suns and Gotham Knights. Kind oh, of <laughs> I see. I, yeah, I see. Midnight Suns uh, is a Firaxis team. So those are the guys that did uh, XCOM and XCOM 2. You know, Yikes. that's the kind of game you're getting with that. No way, really? Yeah, it's a turn-based, like, strategy game. Yeah. Okay, well, fuck that. Take that off my list. Oh, I'm still... That excites me like hell. I, I think that's yeah. awesome. I can't wait to play that. So, Gotham Knights looks good. <laughs> <laughs> but those... So, those are my honorable mentions. Because, of course, you know, I have to... I have to pick yeah. Minecraft Legends for number three. Dude, this game looks sick. I... It looks okay. I think it looks sick. My... My big thing is, like, but why, though? Like, what do you... Why? Why are we doing this? They're trying to take the IP and do an iteration of it in a bunch of different genres. That's what they're doing, right? So you have, like, the Diablo clone is uh, Minecraft Dungeons, or the Diablo-inspired, right? And this Mm -hmm. one is, like, more of a open-world RPG is what, what I, Minecraft is. Minecraft's an open world RPG. What Minecraft, the fuck? Minecraft what is, the fuck? there's no stats in Minecraft. You don't upgrade, oh. you know what I mean? Like, so there are stats, but they're dictated by your equipment, not by your actual character statistics. <sighs> so I think that that's what they're going for. Right. Right. It looks cool. I'm interested, but you're going to, you're going to fucking on. buy it. Don't I'm tell me like you're a, a, <laughs> just like a hater, you know, like don't change, you know, it's, all we need is the Minecraft original perfect. Minecraft. Yeah. That's it. Fucking Java 1.0, dude. Come yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. I was I I was glad that you put this on there. I thought it looked cool, man. I don't know. I I just am a sucker for that aesthetic. I think it looks really pretty. Ah, dude. It looked kind of weird. In my opinion. Hey, that's all right. Kind of weird. That's kind of right. like very uh is like very plasticky. Mm. Mm. And that's not the Minecraft world I know and love. You know, sure. Just like I don't know. Looks like it's okay. <laughs> Hopefully, there'll be mods for it and stuff. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I had to toss that out there as well. Yeah, That's interesting. A little honorable mention, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, yeah. He said pick one. So if I had to pick one, it's honestly Diablo Four. There you go. There you go. If I had to pick one, it was probably. Callisto Protocol or Diablo 4 as well. Those are like the top two things for me. But I'll give you like my I put a couple on there that I thought were really worth shouting out from the Xbox showcase, which maybe aren't going to get as much love. The first of those is the last case of Benedict Fox, which looks to be a Metroidvania inspired by HP Lovecraft and uh, Mansions of Madness, I think is the tabletop game. I can't remember what that one's called, but basically you play like a detective in a noir style setting and you go into this mansion and you're investigating like these murders and different like paranormal events that are happening in there. So, and it just has a really cool art style. I think it's, it's doing something interesting with this whole like motif of insanity and madness. And it just is a different looking style of Metroidvania. Cause I gotta be honest, like Metroidvanias are a dime a dozen these days. And I'm, I'm really not a fan of that genre for the most part, but I think this is doing something different and cool so i wanted to call that out unfortunately it's not going to come to playstation consoles so i just double checked it's pc and it's xbox consoles so you're not going to get that for trophies but uh, still worth calling out and the other one that is unfortunately not coming to playstation is ravenlock which is sort of a minecraft aesthetic inspired uh fairy tale rpg is how it's described 
And this looked really cool. It, it kind of reminded me of like an Alice in Wonderland with Minecraft graphics vibe. And yeah, I've just not really seen anything like that before. So I wanted to call that out. For the purposes of PlayStation and the Capcom showcase, which we haven't touched on really that much, we finally got the announcement of the RE Village DLC. It's going to be called Shadows of Rose, and it comes out in October of this year, so we don't have to wait too long for it. Just in time for Spooktober. It's going to be following the character of Rose, and it follows the events at the end of RE Village, which I won't spoil if you haven't played it. But the big change up here is that the DLC is going to be in third person instead of first person. And third person mode is going to be an option that is coming to the main game of RE Village. Now, with that, I don't know if that, and, and mercenaries mode, excuse me. And, and with that, I don't know if that means new trophies with that update or what, like beat the game in third person mode as a trophy. Not quite sure, but it's an interesting switch up and pretty cool gameplay change experience for those people who want to try it out. Shadows of Rose looks really, really great. I'm going to get that day one. The problem is I played Village on my PS4. It was like the last big game I played on my PS4. And when I bought that game, I get the PS4 and the PS5 version, which of course is two different trophy lists. Same trophies, two different lists. So if I play this DLC on the PS5 version, it's going to show up as like part of the PS5 list. So I basically have to play the PS4 version of the DLC running on my PS5. That's okay. I mean, that's what they do best, you know? Yeah, it's going to run great, I guess. A shittier so. version on a better console. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so hopefully I don't have a... Or hopefully I have my 4K like monitor at that point. So that would be sweet. So uh, can... Won't matter. So <laughs> I don't know if it works that way. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing <laughs> from the Capcom showcase I wanted to call out, of course, the long-rumored, long-in-development RE4 remake coming to you from the team that brought you Resident Evil 2 remake. This looks fucking dope. It looks like they're combining elements of separate ways and the DLC packs for the original RE4 into one game, one story. We saw Ada, we saw Ashley, we, we heard Luis, we heard Sadler, we, we've kind of heard all the main characters that we know from the original RE4. We know they're going to be in there, of course remixed a bit. And what really excites me about this is the updated controls. And it appears they're adding some new story elements into this. This is not a remaster. It is a remake in the same way that RE2 and RE3 were. So this is going to be big. And as someone who doesn't normally like RE4, like I find it to be one of my least favorite in the Resident Evil franchise. This is my chance to actually enjoy it, I think, and I hope. And my chance to get the platinum for RE4. Because RE4 right now on, on PlayStation does not have a platinum. You can 100% it, but it doesn't have a plat. So this is going to be the plat. It comes out in March of 2023. So, dude, within like four months there, you're going to get Dead Space Remake, RE4 Remake, and Callisto Protocol. Woof. Mm-hmm. Woof. So, Woof. yeah, those are the, the games that stood out to me from the showcase. Really excited to play Shadows of Rose in October, for Spooktober. I think that's going to be great. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Smackerly, for the question. Okay, let's move on from that. Let's get into another gaming-ish question here. This one comes to us from Slugger. And what he wants to know is, you're stuck for 24 hours in the last video game you played. What will you do during this time? Daryl, what do you got for this? Uh, so the, the last game I've been playing, as you already know, is The Quarry. So Ooh. 
I was stuck in this game for 24 hours, I would have peanut butter butter pops. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a snack, dude. It's a snack that is it one in of the, the game? Counter- oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, during like um like a food run, cause like they decide that they're gonna party it up. You know, the last day of summer camp. So they find the beer, they find the chips and everything, but they find peanut butter butter pops. And it's like the most delicious snack in the game, apparently, because like two people in the game, they're like, what? I didn't know they make this anymore. How'd you find these? And then they have like, you know, a battle to the death for, for the snack. Um, but it sounds good. They had this pretty cool, like, little stupid dance that they do. They're like, peanut, peanut butter, butter pops. Pop them, pop them, pop them in your mouth. <laughs> My wife and I were <laughs> laughing when they said that. Yeah, that line so weird. is... Uh, is it... <laughs> that's a classic line right there, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just like ring pops, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, sounds good, dude. Um, things I would probably do else in the game is like... Uh, make sure I close all the doors because every fucking counselor in the game was like, this place is not safe. But like five seconds prior, they like left all the doors um, to the cabin open. I was like, yeah, you think? Because they, they're, they're they in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they are kids, you know, so they don't know any better. Okay. And um, probably make out with Ariel Winter. Oh. Oh. Oh wow. wow! All right, all right. Now that is the uh, that's for the chick from uh, Modern Family. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, and yeah, I think uh, yeah, that should keep me pretty busy for the next twenty four hours. Oh, I'd say so. I'd I say so. Arnold would like that very much, honestly. Yeah. How's your wife feel about that answer? <laughs> Arnold. Arnold. Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was like, Arnold. I, was like, I thought you meant coworker. I was like, what yeah, was he thinking, uh, yeah, what our was coworker, he? man. I was like, what? He he's also oh, no, like, got man. a big crush on Ariel Winter, I guess. No, <laughs> he can make some, some can make some fun things happen between the three of us. Oh, oh my, my gosh! God, All right, dude. and we're moving on All from right. that real fast. <laughs> All right, so we got peanut butter pops, dude. That's a good. That's good. That's some good shit. Some good shit. Do you think you would survive the twenty four hours? I guess is my follow up. I think so. I mean, yeah. I'll kind of get into a bit of like what what the game offers, but I, I think I could survive. Yeah. Cool. I think. All right. So yeah, you, you'd actually get to enjoy all those things. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Eli, what about you? What do you got? Uh, okay. So I I would be, I would be a human of Tyria, on my ever going quest, for uh you know slaying the elder dragon. Known as Zaitan. Okay. What the We're, fucking? What, yeah. what kind of game is that? What are you even I mean, playing? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is it MPG? yeah? Our, our town, our town was destroyed, and then I found refuge in Divinity's Reach. Okay, uh, it's a fortified metropolis. So, a, you know where, what, where would I be? What, what game are you would playing? D and D. No, no. Oh, it sounds like a D and D campaign, bro. Uh, it's like. Uh, I'd be chopping some wood, collecting some, uh, some, some ores. Skyrim, fighting off, fighting off some, uh, some bandits and uh, 
Skrakes and all kinds of mythic creatures. Skyrim. <laughs> Close. Oblivion. Yeah, you're never going to guess it. <laughs> it's Guild Wars 2. What the shit is that, dude? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Guild Wars 2. Nice. It's a, uh, do you know what that is? I've heard of it. It's a, yeah, it's a MMO RPG. MMORPG. 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 But it's a, I, I just decided to give it a try last night after watching the Xbox showcase. It's okay. I like it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, I'd probably survive because I'd just be running around doing doing RPG shit, you know? Doing yeah. Doing stuff. Oh, doing, for doing sure. dances. Dude. Chatting it up. You know? So. I do. I do know. Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be about- like sitting around a campfire like a bard playing a little instrument? Yeah, I could be. You never know. I mean, right. I have so many options in my 24 hours. Exactly. And honestly, it'd be like living regular life because it's an RP- MMORPG. <laughs> you know, like, I could romance someone up. I could, uh, you know, go right. fight some, some bad guys. I could pick apples, you know? That's true, man. Whew. That's a, that's a banger. That's pretty good. You could be all over the place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Ride, ride my raptor around town, you know? Ooh, hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Wow, you guys are having a lot better time than me. All right, I'm, uh, so the last game, I played, like, three different games yesterday. A couple of them were pretty brief, though. So the last one, technically, I played before bed was Aliens Fireteam Elite. Ooh. So if I was in that world for 24 hours, I'd be like, GG, go next, dude. Get me. Yes. <laughs> take, take, Jesus, take the wheel, dude, because I'm not going to survive in this thing for 24 hours. I'll tell you that. There's no you way could, uh, you could hide in a in like a cabinet or something, right? I could. So there's like a hub area or like your base of operations in the game, and there, and that's a safe spot. So if if I was ha- if I happened to be there, I would be okay. But taking the question very literally, I was on a. We're doing the campaign. We're do, we're working on our uh, second full playthrough of the campaign, Skrillis and Slugger and I, and it's the intense difficulty. So it starts to get pretty hard. Right, so the mm. jump, the jump from normal to intense, I heard, is a bigger jump than intense to extreme. So basically, like going up from just the normal to the next hardest is the hardest one, and that's what we're doing right now. And we're on the last three missions of the game, and we are in an alien hive trying to do a rescue mission. So if I was literally doing All that, right. that's the last mission I played in an alien hive for twenty four hours. There is no fucking way that I would survive. Right absolutely no way <laughs> super fucked super fucked you'd have, you'd have to get to the hub world and just do the classic uh the classic character customization yeah. hover screen where you're just bouncing for like 24 <laughs> hours <laughs> yeah, yeah. i was just sitting there bouncing for 24 hours dude i oh man so i'd be super screwed and that world is is terrifying like as much as aliens is an action movie and you get kind of that hoorah feeling it's all good right and it's not scary when you're playing at co-op, but if it was just me, yeah, no good. I'm done. So, uh, so yeah, kind of fucked. Thank you for that question, though, Slugger. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right, next question comes to us from the Sly G. Cooper. Daryl, why don't you take us in on that one? Yeah, so Sly G. Cooper is asking, what's the longest break you've taken from trophy hunting since you started trophy hunting? Okay, Eli, what'd you put for this guy? Oh, uh, so right now I'm probably on the biggest break I've I've been on since I mean besides since the first 26 years of my life. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, the the last trophy I've gotten was like two months ago in Demon Souls. Which, yes, yes, I know. I need to get back to. You. I have one trophy left. How are I you? Need to, I need to just <laughs> just need to nut up and shut up. Well, it's not even know? that. I'm just like, really, you haven't earned a, a Spider Man trophy in two months either. Nope. Oh my gosh, dude, those are so yeah. easy. You could earn like six in like an hour. I could. I, I just want. I just really want to finish Demon Souls, but it, it just. I just kind of like. I don't really want to. I don't want to get into that. Last time I played, I like. You were getting pretty into I, it last time. I, well, yes, but the the last the last time I played, I raged pretty hard at the boss. Which boss was that? It's, dude, it fucking got me, dude. Okay, I made fun <laughs> of you, go. and it got me. All right? Oh, he got you, dude. The, <laughs> it fucking the got me. Idol, dude. He got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> got me, and that made me pretty fucking mad. That thing's no joke on New Game Plus, dude. Pissed, that guy's no dude. joke. Like, I seriously, the first time I played it, I didn't hit any any one of those traps, dude. It was like, it was a fuck complete joke. It was a joke. Yeah. And like this, I was completely underprepared for it because like I I must have just had a good path the way I walked around and didn't hit the traps. But like, dude, I got I got hit in those traps a couple times, dude. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's like a fucking one shot, dude. Yeah, because when you get hit, so, everyone aims at you. You're just dead. Yeah, I do have a plan. I want to go try that uh that combo I have out, but it's just like I uh, I don't want to get into that that mode. You know, I haven't been playing a ton i've been doing some with my son but i've been yeah i've been sleeping more still and and filling my time with more like household stuff but yeah so when i i just that's my longest break right now i guess yeah and everything's dude everything's coming out again it's a, I, I mentioned this last time too like the new the new fortnite season's out the new rocket league season just dropped the yeah new minecraft update just dropped 1.19 it's a pretty big one and it's just like oh, yeah yeah, it's all at once. <clears throat> it's this epic thing, I guess. I don't know if they have that timed on purpose or what, but yeah, the whole thing they try to like stagger it. I think they try to stagger that so people would feel better about buying them both. But now they got to buy them both at the same time. I don't know. But. Well, yeah, or you just play enough that you get in these ecosystems where you just have the points right from the battle pass that you don't have to pay for the right, new right. one. So I guess, but I buy cool stuff. Though. I buy cool, you know. Yeah, they they got you hook, line, and sinker, bro. They, they that's do. exactly what they wanted to happen. We're going to pull him yeah. away from all these other games. He's they not going to touch single-player games anymore. He's not going to touch these, like, standalone experiences. We're just going to get him hooked on these, these games Dude, and service is. games. It's like, especially because they're on the PC. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm sitting here, pop it on. I'll play a match. I'll play a match. Yep. And then, you know, an hour goes by, you're like, look. Yeah. So it's definitely more than a match. Yeah, multiplayer games, that tends to happen with. That's that's where it's getting me. It's like, ah, oh, do I want to like dive into this Dark Souls universe again and fight this fucking annoying boss and probably rage? And it's like, ah, oh, I could, you know, I could get a quick game of Rocket League in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel you, man. All right, so longest break. You're on it currently. I'll be curious to see mm-hmm. when you come back. You know, mm-hmm. do you come back with some gumption, trying to make up for lost time? Because that's I how do. that's how I felt. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I, I really want to. Uh... Diablo 4 and Metal Hellsinger, I, I would love to be done with, you know, being held up on uh, Platinum number 60 before those come out. Yeah, dude. So on. by September, it needs, to, it needs to go down at some point. Well, take the summer, do your games pass, or your, like, games of service games, right? Get your battle pass shit done, and uh, 
you know, do what you got to do. But yeah. What was I going to say? One, oh, Diablo 4. I'm concerned. I will just quickly say this. I don't know if you're concerned. I'm concerned from a trophy hunting perspective because that Diablo 2 list is fucking awful. And if it's something like that for the Diablo 4 trophies, I'm going to lose my shit. But 3 was good, though. 3 was really three, good. 3 was really good. But the most recent one they put out was 2 remastered, right? Yeah, and but... that trophy list sucked. Yeah, that is pretty bonkers that they'd put... I wonder if there was some kind of like achievement for that in the original game. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But anyway, well, oh, it was getting a max level. Well, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I no, don't I get think you. there's uh, gonna be a max. I hope not. I hope we'll not see. too. Yeah, we'll right. see. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna. It that's one of those games. I'm not gonna not buy it and not play it because of the trophies. Yeah. But I, I hope mean, that it has good trophies. I have a computer, so. Mm-hmm. Well, and at that I point, I'll have a Xbox Series S. So. I'll just play it on that, maybe. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Daryl, what did you have for this question from the Slide G. Cooper? Uh, I got to say, back in 2018, when I went to Thailand for two weeks, I didn't play anything. So I, I was definitely feeling that withdrawal during that time. Yep. Yep. The vacation withdrawal is real. You know, it is, it's nice. I like taking those breaks. But you definitely feel it. You come back, you're like, all right, I want to play some games, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't really remember if I went straight to gaming when, um, when I came back from my trip. But during that time in uh, Thailand, all I could think about was like, 14 more days until I game again. <laughs> yep. 13 games until I play again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just counting the days off, and my wife was like, oh, we're going to have so much fun today. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I'm like, 12 more days until we're gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I satisfy that itch usually by like before bed at the hotel room or whatever. I'll just watch some like YouTube and I'll watch some like gaming content there. But yeah, same same answer for me. It would be like vacations. So like when I went to the honeymoon recently, that was a couple weeks or it was like ten days. But right before that was the wedding and stuff. So like all said, it was probably close to to two weeks. And then like. Last year, I went to the East Coast a couple times for like a week each, so I wouldn't game, obviously, during that time. So typically, it's like vacations that I don't... That's like where my breaks come from. If I'm like home and able and have free time, I think the longest break I would, I've taken is like maybe like two days or three days where I didn't turn on my PlayStation. And that's because I was playing like League or something, or I was like watching, a, like binge watching a show or, you know, something like that. So... Yeah, recently it's been about two weeks. It's probably the longest break I've taken from it. Oh, I have to uh, update. So my last trophy in Demon Souls was two months ago, but that was the end of the first playthrough. And then I I played after that. Yeah, exactly. You've played more since then. It's just but, the next yeah, trophy you need is all the spells, which you're not going to get till. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was the annoying part about that game. It's like you just you have to do so much to get that last trophy for sure um cool well yeah that but let us know what's the longest break you've taken from trophy hunting or just gaming in general i I posed that question in the discord when i was on the honeymoon so you know i kind of i'm curious what people say i i get the intuition that most of the people that we talk to in the discord play games every single day but i would be curious to hear if that's not the case so thank you for that slide g cooper and eli you want to read us in on the last question which comes to us from skrillis sure Pancakes, waffles, or French toast? What's the perfect breakfast and breakfast drink? 
<laughs> All right, baby. So my answer to this is none of the above. I typically <laughs> don't go for sweet breakfast, and all of those I would classify as like semi-sweet at least. And my favorite breakfast that I, if I had to choose between those three, by the way, I would I would say pancake. But uh, mm. my my typical breakfast that I really like to make at home with Steph is do a couple hash browns. I get the Trader Joe's pack for like three bucks, and they're like the patties already. So you just put them in the oven at like four fifty for like you know sixteen minutes. Flip them over once while they're cooking, what and then toaster, dude? What are you doing? I'll do some uh, <laughs> I'll do some <laughs> some scrambled eggs right. And I'll cook those up, and meanwhile, I'll also saute some, like, mushrooms, uh, bell pepper, onion, and then mix that in with my scrambled eggs, sprinkle just a tiny bit of, like, cheddar cheese on that, let it melt a little bit. So eggs with veggies, hash browns, and then I'll usually do a cup of coffee. Really rarely, I'll do a a glass of orange juice with breakfast. That's more if I go out to eat somewhere. I'll, I'll like to do that. But, yeah, basically eggs with veggies. And some potatoes is my preferred breakfast. So that's what I had for that one. What'd you guys have? I as well had none of these. Ooh. But again, I would have to pick pancakes if I had to choose one of those three options. Yeah. But uh, I do like your answer. Hash browns, eggs, and a, but bacon, though, is probably, probably the best. And sausage. Breakfast fuck good, dude. Yeah. It's all good. But the ultimate answer is a is a classic breakfast burrito. Oh, dude. Oh my god, there's nothing better, dude. <laughs> breakfast burritos are so better. good. They're so fucking good. What it really got, comes uh, down to the egg ratio for me though. I don't like yeah. I don't like when there's too much egg in it. Yeah. It, it that can you got to get a good one. You got to get a good ratio. Yeah. But yeah, with some of that salsa and sour cream in there too. Oof, yeah. It's so good. And yeah. Yeah, so like salsa, well, sour huh. cream, potatoes. Oof, dude, that's a good bite. Yeah. Potatoes, eggs, bacon. Yep. Like, come on, dude. It's like all those things, but in one bite and one giant, massive burrito. It's so fucking good. Dude. What's not to like, dude? So, yeah, uh, that's a that's and, a great uh, answer. Yeah, as far as as far as breakfast drink goes, I mean. I'd have to pick coffee, but if I did, I mean, coffee feels like too easy. If I yeah. had to pick one that, I mean, I can't even have it, but it's a screwdriver. Ooh, yeah. There you go. The OJ, OJ vodka, right? Yep. Yep. There you go. That shit's pretty good. For sure. I forgot to mention uh, in in Quebec, <laughs> the, the French breakfast that I had, or like French-inspired breakfast I had at my hotel was super good and basically what it was was they gave me like a little bit of yogurt a little bit of granola and then there was fresh fruit so it was like strawberries blueberries cantaloupe uh pineapple and then a single croissant and then a couple slices of cheese and a hard-boiled egg and i thought that combo all together was like delicious that's what i had for breakfast like every morning at the hotel and it was so good oh yeah i will say parfaits you know yeah dude it's pretty damn good dude it's like the breakfast it's like that's like the dessert of breakfast parfait yeah dude honestly when i have like yogurt and granola a lot of times for me that's a dessert like i'll have like a vanilla chobani yogurt and then i'll put in some like you know some good granola with it and i'm like oh this is so good yeah yeah that's bomb i like that a lot yep as well daryl what'd you have for this uh between the three i i gotta go with pancakes 
pancakes all day, man. I love pancakes. Pancakes. And uh, yeah, pancakes, man, dude. I just love pancakes. Over at IHOP, I love going to IHOP because I usually get like the omelet, and then like it lets you choose like between like toast. Or pancakes, dude. Like a short stack of pancakes. Always get the pancakes. Hell yeah. Um, perfect breakfast is one that's just hearty, dude. I love to eat a lot of like stuff. I have a lot on my plate. So eggs, hash browns, bacon. It's pretty good, too, because out of all those three you know, necessities, you got options. So I like scrambled eggs, or if I'm not feeling it, I just get like over hard or like hard boiled over hard <laughs> you like breakfast yeah. that much <laughs> dude i love breakfast i What's wish i could over have hard day egg? you got like hard over waivers? easy but they cook the they cook the yolk mm. like oh over, yeah yeah yeah, yeah over easy but up. the yolk yeah usually i get my eggs over medium so it's still it's not quite a fried egg but it's more than over medium yeah i don't know my egg terminology honestly I don't know what any of those mean. Sunny side up, whatever you guys are saying, I don't even know what those mean. Don't worry I about just it. Cook eggs. Don't worry about it, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> croissant. Uh, uh, croissant. <laughs> hash browns. You can get like potatoes. Um, oh, it's just hash browns and potatoes. There's options: bacon, sausage, steak. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm a big big breakfast guy, and you know, love that shit. And breakfast drink, OJ. OJ, man. I don't drink any coffee, no milk. It's always got to be orange juice. Yeah. Orange juice is super good. For sure. For sure. Nothing, no wakes, nothing wakes you up like a big glass of orange juice, dude. I do not like the pulp, though. Because I. it just reminds me of having hair in my food, dude. Just yeah. the texture of it. <laughs> yeah. You got, <laughs> I mean, I've already talked about having hair in my food. So the pulp is just, I don't want that. No, I totally, I totally agree with you. I don't want to chew while I drink, yeah. <laughs> unless I'm getting a boba tea, which I fucking love. So, boba tea. Yeah, that's with the little tapioca uh, balls in it at the bottom. Yeah, it's super good. I, I used to drink this like aloe drink that had uh, like chunks of aloe in it. Ooh. I guess it's like it's kind of popular out here in California. I started noticing it, but back in Pennsylvania in like high school, there's a uh, uh, I had a friend from Vietnam, Vietnamese kid, and his parents owned like this shop and he would he would uh he would like bring him in and everyone be all trying to give him money for him. They were so good. Ooh, hell yeah, dude. Thanks. I had a friend who was really into those too in uh college. Mm. The aloe drink. Yeah. Yeah. Chunky, chunky aloe in it. Yeah. Kind of weird. It's kinda interesting, actually. yeah, for sure. Um, but uh Daryl mentioned IHOP and that reminded me. There's a there's I don't know if it's a breakfast burrito. But I think it, I think it might be those omelets that he was talking about. But it, it basically replaces a breakfast burrito for me and takes out most of the carbs because it's like this giant egg. I get the like the steak one. I forget some Colorado thing, and it has like steak and some kind of m- more barbecuey sauce on it. It's so fucking good with sour cream. It's like a breakfast burrito without the tortilla and all the carbs. Okay, that's dope. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Hell I, I yeah, put that up there because that's that's fr- that's. More free to me. Eggs yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Steak, steak and eggs, the best. Because I, I can eat as much of that as I fucking want. Yep. 
No, that's yeah. a good that's a good call out. My my backup would be if I'm not gonna have like hash browns with a veggie scramble and eggs would be uh, biscuits and gravy. I love biscuits mm. and gravy for breakfast. So good with a bite of egg. Woo. A good call. That's a good call. Yeah. My my son's you talking all these fancy eggs things. I don't know what this is called, but my son's been obsessed with this recently. Where you take a piece of bread and you bite out a hole in the center. Yeah. Yeah, and then you cook the egg inside that hole. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know what it's called either. Yeah, we just call it, like, bread eggs or whatever. Yeah, nested egg or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude. So. Oh, man, I'm getting hungry, guys. I'm getting hungry. I haven't had breakfast. My wife brought in those, like, croissants and stuff, croissants, but I haven't been eating them because I don't want to, you know, you you guys don't want to hear me chew. So. Hey, what is it? You got a, you got a concha? A concha. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's a so the place you went to is called Tia Maria's. It's a Hispanic bakery. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I don't know what it is. I I gotta say they consider those their uh their donuts out here, and they are by far the worst thing I've ever eaten in my life. They're terrible. Oh, okay. bring, people bring them into work, and it's like this is this is this ass. is hor- absolutely yeah, yeah. horrid, dude. Yeah. It's just like a big piece of bread, and then they put this super dry ass fucking powder on it thing on top it's like what the fuck is just we're just eating a roll yeah basically but i think i think sometimes they do just eat eat rolls too yep there's been times people just brought in like rolls for breakfast (laughs) yeah it's weird dude what are we doing here different different cultures you know it's yeah it's it's interesting i it's not what i would call a donut i'll put it that way no, but they've also brought us a breakfast burrito, so I'm okay with it. I just had to call out this conscious are like everyone's like, oh, they fucking brought these donuts. And I go in there, I'm like, what the fuck is Yeah. This is so this ain't no donut, bro. This ain't no donut. Yeah. Oh my breakfast gosh. Burrito. So I, I looked on Google on this recipe that your son makes, Eli. Uh-huh. It sounds like they either call it an egg in a hole or an egg in the basket. That egg in a like basket. Common... Yeah, I've heard that before. An egg in a hole. Interesting. Well, now we're getting now we're (laughs) (laughs) now we're getting hungry, dude. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, let's move on. Thank you very much, Skrills, for the question. Thank you all for submitting questions via Patreon. Remember, check that out: Patreon.com/slash/TrophyTalkPodcast. Get after us, boys. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's get into what we've been playing. We're an hour and a half into the show, so let's go. Um, who wants to start out here? We got. We've got varying degrees of who's played what. Eli, you mentioned maybe going first, so let's start with uh, let's oh, start with let's start sure. with you. Yeah, what what do you go for it? What have you been uh, what oh. you, what have you, you been playing, bro? As previously mentioned, absolutely jack shit. <laughs> elaborate, <laughs> elaborate, uh, elaborate on absolutely jack shit. I don't know how to do that, but uh, yeah, the just haven't been gaming as much lately. I have been doing some stuff when I do. Uh, you know, with my son exploring, he's got a computer now. So we've been uh, trying to start this kind of MMORPG type thing, trying to get him uh, used to more of the mouse and keyboard controls. Um, I've been I've been dabbling back into Warframe, and of course we were playing Fortnite the other night. Shit was pretty lit. Nice. Um, I still haven't even played the new Minecraft update. It's just been a mix of things. Here and there, I'm like, I can get a game in of maybe a game of uh, Magic Online or Arena, MTG Arena, as they would say. I got my placements done in Rocket League, back to back to champ, placed placed high diamond, back to champ. Nice. But uh, 
yeah, so that was that, I was kind of bummed. I was like, fucking damn it. I got I hooked up with some uh some Canadians and we ran shit, dude. Um, I mean they they, they tend to do that from what I understand. Yeah. yeah. One of the Lethemir, he makes all these crazy maps. He's probably he's probably like the most influential guy in the scene, I would say, in the content creation scene. He's from Canada. Oh, Good okay. Guy. Great great guy. Nice. You know, he's he's like that much more trust trustworthy, you know, downloading his stuff. He's you know, he's Canadian. Yeah. He's good. not gonna do anything to you. No. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool. He's like family friendly too for the most part. Oh, that's um, dope. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh so yeah, that's basically what I've been playing. And then I try to go out to the game store on a like a night I have off. And uh I fucking went this Thursday and they were closed. I was so fucking mad. Because oh, it's man. not it's not really close either. Where is it at? Is it in that, uh in the it's city in, it's, that you live in? Uh, the one city <laughs> over. Okay, <laughs> it's in Fairfield. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it's like forty-five minutes. Usually go that back way. Yeah, it is that I come, close. Shit. And yeah, <clears throat> and I fucking drove all the way out there. And I was like, huh, it seems weird. There's like no cars here. It's kind of sus. And there's a fucking sign on the door. I was like, you fucking kidding me, dude. And I'm I, sorry, and then dude. What did I? What did I do after that? Fucking drove all the way back home. Yep, hour and a half so that, in the car. That hurt. But I did get to play Fortnite with the boys that night, so that was cool. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's been my time. Magic, cards, some Pokemon with my son, and then dabbling, just dipping my toe into... It's the computer, man. I've just been clicking on these, you know, here's a game right here. I'm just, I'll Try this game. guy out. Try this guy out. So I can do a quest in uh, Warframe, and I'll play a match at Arena, yeah, it's that's where I've been at. That's what I've been playing. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice, sir. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. That's what's important. Yeah. And it's uh, even better too. It's great. That is also important. Really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Very Not cool. all nights. Not last night. <laughs> Pretty fucking tired. But like <laughs> yeah. most, <laughs> most nights. I know. I was I was up till like eleven last night and I was like, okay, if I go to bed now. And get up at seven. That's eight hours of sleep. I can have a cup of coffee and prep for the episode before we start recording. And uh-huh. then when I got into bed, <clears throat> the new the summer split for LCS just started, like the competitive like pro scene mm. just started again. So there was like six hours of matches available to watch from the day, and I was like, ah. So I watched like an hour and a half worth, and I was like, ah, it's like twelve thirty, dude. Fuck, I need yeah. to go to bed. So, so I'm me. pretty tired I was today. On, too. Like- I was counting on midnight. I was like, I can get seven. I can get away with seven. But then, yeah, yeah. it ends up later than that. And so, yeah, I can. Seven feels pretty fine for me. Like six and a half, also fine. Anything less than that, I start to feel oh, yeah. pretty tired. For yeah, sure. I've noticed like six starts to hit me real fucking hard nowadays. Yeah. And it might not even be right when you wake up, but like when it gets to be like 1 p.m., 2 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Um, the uh, Rocket League Worlds is coming up soon, too. I believe it's in July. Where is that a live event? Dude, it's gonna be in Dallas. I really want to go because it's actually in America. Yeah, man, that's Worlds but, for uh, League this year is actually in America too, and I think there's gonna be some of it in San Francisco. So I'm gonna go for sure. Oh my god, dude! You yeah. should go. You should. We should go. I'm, Even if you don't yeah. play, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not cheap though, so I understand if you don't want it. Yeah. It's probably, probably the tickets not. are probably like eighty or a hundred bucks. I've, so my first like land Worlds has got to be Rocket League, dude. We'll go, bro. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I it's. I'll wait till it till it comes closer. I guess. It's in Tejas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, dude. Well, good stuff. Keep at it. Right. Finish those battle passes up, and then get back on the trophy ground. We'll see you soon. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
We'll see you soon on Demon Souls. <laughs> I ain't tripping about it. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, though, I'm going to let you know it's uninstalled from my console. I don't have it on there anymore. So I'd have to reinstall it to help you out if you need it. Uh, that should be good. <laughs> I mean, no fucking magic, dude. Get out of here with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how many more <laughs> times you die to false idol before you say he needs some magic. I, I'm like, I've, I'm super excited to see what happens when I use this, uh, the, the Morian blade and the clever rat's ring at 30% health. There's like the hiltless, whatever that takes your health down. Yeah. And, and I have the, um, the Northern regalia and I'm pure black. So it does max damage. And then with those two does like 140% damage. I'm like, and then false idol, you can run up and hit once or twice. And I'm like excited to like, can I, can I kill it in those two hits? That would be fucking sick. Mm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm like. Super excited to try. Yeah. It's just like I don't. I don't really want to run over there and then die and then be all pissed off. But well, it's got to happen because. Let me tell you something, dude. The give and take. You let, know? let me tell you something. All right. When I got to mm-hmm. my new game plus playthrough for the second time, because remember I beat the game four times because I fucked up. Uh huh. I was over it. Right. In terms, not mm-hmm. over the game, but I was like, I'm not dealing with this, like dying to this boss and running through this whole fucking level again. So mm-hmm. I made PS Plus cloud save backups before every boss door. And when I died mm-hmm. to the boss, I just reloaded there. I feel like that would take more time than running, but it's easier, though, I guess. It's right? way easier and way faster to do. Yeah. Way and you don't lose faster. your healing items. I'm worried about that, too. Yep. I know it's a little next- bit of cheese. I get it. But, dude, I just, at that point, it was, again, my fourth playthrough of the game. So I was like, I don't yeah. care. Like I'm just next doing it. is the um the man eaters too. I'm, yeah, I'm that one in that. particular, you really want to run by that red phantom every time? The mind flare? I don't think uh, so. Yeah. No. Yeah, oh yeah, that one. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna do no. that for sure. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> so Yeah, my guy. Alright. Um so let's see. I've been playing only a few games, but I'm happy to report this has probably been my most productive month in terms of platinums this year. I've been going a little bit slower because I've been playing longer games, but back from the honeymoon, early June, uh, I got the platinum within a week for Perils of Baking, which is the Lily Mo game. I talked about that list in episode 60, so you can hear some more thoughts on the list there. But the game experience was really awesome. I mean, for $10, again, this is just such a good deal because you get the PS4 and PS5 version. There's two completely different trophy lists, and they have different, you know, different rarities and all that stuff, too. Pretty cool. The PS5 one is harder, a little bit more prestige, but the PS4 one is not an easy feat, I don't think, by any means, if you're not good at, like, old-school platformers. So, all said and done, it took me about 13 hours, 14 hours, I think, to get the plat, and you have to beat the game twice. You have to go through it and then beat it again on New Game Plus. But luckily, when you beat the game the first time, you unlock the new character that you can use, which has a double jump which makes a lot of the stages much easier. It's funny how just that small mechanical change like trivializes a lot of the stuff that you had problems with before. So my recommendation to folks who are going to play this game is there's trophies for beating levels without getting hit, for beating levels with collecting everything in them, and then for beating levels faster than the par time per level, right? And there's 55 levels in the game. My recommendation is beat the game normally and don't worry about those too much like i originally was obsessed with like i need to get all this stuff done as fast as possible so i'm going to try to beat the par time on the first 20 levels because they're going to be the easiest and i'm going to do it as i'm playing through the game 
But don't do it, because once you unlock the double jump character, it gets way easier. So just play the game and have fun your first playthrough, and then when you go through it a second time, you can start worrying about that stuff. So, yeah, pretty cool. I, I really, really recommend that game. It's only $10, like I said. It's, it's a great deal. Really good soundtrack, and I think just a lot of thought put into the, the, the trophy list itself and how it how it unlocks like the the frequency that you're earning things like it just feels right and it, it makes sense because it was worked on by ps5 trophies the content creator so yeah all around it's a good collaboration between creators i like ps5 trophies lilymo games sacred symbols with colin and last damn media so yeah pretty pretty dope stuff um the next game that i platinum shortly after that was one that i had started right before i had left or not right before, but shortly before I had left on the honeymoon, which was for Quake. And that game also only $10, which is really cool. So yeah, just a just a really great retro FPS experience. This one took me 43 hours to do, which is a bit long <laughs> for that type of game. But it's because I made a couple mistakes in the trophy hunting uh, progression route. So my advice to you if you're going for this one is to actually play from nightmare from the start, because as, as met RX has said in the discord too, there's not a whole lot of difference between nightmare and normal. So just play it on nightmare from the start. The other mistake I made is using level select sometimes to go to the new ma uh, map packs for whatever reason. If you do that, instead of selecting new game and then picking the map pack, it doesn't trigger trophies. So don't do level select. Make sure you do new game every time. And also what I want to say is there's one multiplayer trophy only on the list, which is uh, very easy to obtain, and you can do it by yourself against an AI opponent in a, in a local like custom game lobby. So don't worry about having to jump in and actually play the multiplayer for this for real and earn the trophy, though you certainly can do that. It is a very easy trophy to earn by yourself, so don't let that dissuade you. That being said, the Platinum for Quake on PSM profiles is less than 4%. So this is a rare one for me. I'm pretty happy about that. And Perils of Baking is only at, like, I believe, close to 6.5% right now for the PS4 version. And I think the PS5 version is only slightly lower than that. So a couple of pretty good ones for my list and knocking a couple of my, my backlog out, which I'm really happy about. And again, both of these games I got for $10 or less. So yeah, just fantastic. The, the trophy artwork for Perils and for Quake are, is also great. The platinum image for Quake in particular, I think, is really cool. And I wanted to shout out the Dimension of the Machine expansion pack, which was the map pack created by Machine Games. Fantastic levels. Really, really cool to see what a modern team can do with those assets and with the design coming at it from a, a new and modern perspective. It just felt really, really fun. So you know, really highly recommend both of those games. And I'm not going to get into it too much here, but I've, I'm at now more than 50%. I'm probably 60% of the way through the walking dead season one after quake and perils of baking. I wanted to do a, an easy game that I didn't have to think about too much. So this is a telltale game. Obviously I played it back on the Xbox 360, hundred percent of it there and I didn't have it on my PlayStation list, and I didn't have trophies for it, so I figured, screw it. I'm in the mood. 
And it's just an incredible game, really, for what it is. It's it's so it just draws you in so much to the story, and every single scene is is well crafted. It's it's really really good, and of course it shows its age in some areas, you know, and the movement's kind of janky and all that. But that's never really what Telltale games are about. And I just think that if you haven't at this point played Walking Dead season one, you're really missing out. It's it's such a good, you know, ten hours of story. And it's a free platinum if you just beat the game, basically. So, you know, go ahead, get into that. I'll have more to report on that. And very briefly, I started Nickelodeon All-Star Brawls, the free game uh, with the June PS Plus. But I only earned like three trophies so far, so I don't want to get too far into my, my thoughts on that. But that is what I have been playing for the month of June. All right, Daryl, what do you got? I've been pretty busy the, for the past month. Uh, the last time we, we we were talking about what we've been playing, I've been playing Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So happy to do you announce that I got platinum number fifty-five. Woo! Uh, Black Ops Cold War. Um. Yeah. You know. Congratulations! I should I should mention. Uh, Quake was platinum Thank number you. seventy for me. So go ahead. Nice. Yep. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, I gotta say, this is probably like my proudest platinum so far for 2022. That's awesome, man. Because Call of Duty, yeah, man, it, it it required a lot of work. I gotta say, this is probably the one that had me worried at times just because how difficult it was. And Call of Duty has definitely evolved over time. It, you know, the trophy list was a lot simpler back in the days. And I was up against some 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 tough trophies, man, for sure. Like I had to do Dead Ops Arcade, uh, online multiplayer, zombies. Uh, those were all some some pretty challenging things to overcome, especially Dead Ops Arcade. I, I've never played Dead Ops Arcade, and this was the third the third installment, and I had no idea what I was getting myself into. That shit was hard. It was hard, man. Like the top down. It was really hard, and the the way that I got through it was actually playing that mode in first person. That one's a lot easier, but still challenging. Yeah, it, sound, it, it sounded rough, it, dude, for real. Yeah, like I had the only trophy I needed was reunited with Fidelina, and that's what? just beating the the actual mode. But I had to team up with other people just to get that trophy. What was that? <laughs> Did I hear what I think I heard? Tumbelina? A, no, a toot. A robot toot. A oh, I, I didn't toot. Not this okay, time. Right. I, I would tell right. you guys, oh, dude. No, I, would, okay. I would tell all you guys right. if I tooted, brother. Don't okay, worry now. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, I get. If not, I would have been giggling for the rest of the episode. So <laughs> It's good to get that off my chest. Sorry, Daryl. Continue. Uh, you're all good. You're good. I, I <laughs> When I got the trophy... Um, the, the the PS that you know how the PlayStation records like the last ten seconds of it, like your trophy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, popping in stuff like that, so everything you know for the the trophy pops it records. So the guy I was uh, gaming with in that session, his chatter got recorded. So like when was, we were on the last level. And we we're killing the mama back. She had like just a sliver of health left, 
but I was getting hammered, dude. Like, it, I probably could have taken, like, maybe another hit or so before I got down, and that would have ended our whole run. Oh, my gosh. Just You're for some so context, close, whole, yeah. Yeah, it was super close. A whole run up into that, up into that point is four hours. I've already done it three times. That was my third time. God. So <clears throat> another hit or two, I would have been down, and that would have just ended it. But luckily, I was able to kill the mama back. And, like, as soon as, like, the round ended and the trophy popped, you could hear the guy on the other end. He's like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just that triumph, like, oh, man, we actually did it, but we were so close to losing. That was just hella funny. That joy of completing a COD Zombies, like, Easter egg or full map is, is very, yeah, it's very special. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was special that moment because my, my wife was hella mad. Just like, where the hell are you? It's my dad's birthday and you're still at home playing video games. I'm like, I need to get this trophy. I'm so close. You're like, sounds like that's your dad, bro, not mine. <laughs> no, I'm joking, of course. Happened to be. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm gonna tell her that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it's your dad. It's not my dad. Like, <laughs> no, man, chill out. I'll be there. I'll be there when I'm done. He doesn't care as much if I'm there anyway. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my my well, wife didn't even sugarcoat it, bro. Yeah. She didn't even sugarcoat it. She's like, yeah, I just told everyone that you were at home getting a trophy. I'm like, what the fuck? Would you tell him that? Seriously. Oh, he said home gay trophies. Yeah, they're like, oh damn, yeah, that's right. That, that sounds dope. What a badass. That's probably what people said. Yeah, what, what <laughs> she didn't add was that Hopefully. it was in like an Olympic sport, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. He's at home earning gold medals, dude. What do you want? What do you want from this guy? <laughs> well, hell yeah. Congrats on that. And congrats on getting Cold War done. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. So, like, after completing that, dude, I, I just had so many other games I wanted to play. I went back to Maneater. I bought the DLC a while back when it was on sale. So, finally, 100% the base game and the DLC. And the DLC was fun. And I remember a while back on Discord, um, one of the Discord members mentioned that the DLC was way more challenging. Like, the skill level definitely went up. Um, compared to the base game, man, he was right, man. I played the the level of like challenge was so much more. And like, I'm level, I'm capped at level forty. Yeah, like the final boss was a level hundred. Oh my god! Like what? And and it was the same with like every other bu- boss. They're like level sixty, level seventy, level eight. I'm like, what? And you can't go past forty? They didn't raise the level cap. Oh, level 40 is just capped. That's where I, that's the highest I could go. That just no doesn't cap. sound like it's well designed. <laughs> Why would you yeah. let your bosses be 60 levels higher and then have to somehow account for like damage values like that instead of just letting you both level up? That's yeah, stupid. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. And that was like where the challenge was mostly at, like just the bosses themselves. Like e- even trying to like get the infamy trophy, like, you had to kill like the level five infam- infamy hunter. Just trying to get to that level was hard because the the enemies that would come after you were so like 
decked out in like highly militarized like you would have like boats that would come that would like shock the water in like a, a certain radius they would have like bombs shooting from the boats you even had helicopters like this star destroyer looking vessel that would just like attack you dude it was crazy i was like what why why are they doing this to me like i'm just trying to get a trophy <laughs> <laughs> it was insane man i was just like this is this is way easier in the base game like, it's dlc like screw this yeah that that's ridiculous uh, dude. Yeah, you should check it out on YouTube, man. It's definitely like someone just like, you know, you guys had an easy time in the base game. We're just going to totally screw with your DLC experience. Yeah. Like, I, again, like if you let me go up to level 60 or something too, like, sure. But if you don't raise my level cap to account for that, it's just like, you're just inviting a not fun experience where like someone's going to get one shot by something because you've made it level 75 and you tie damage values to levels. And it's just like, it's just stupid. I hate when games do this, dude. They're like, they just they get crazy with their math. They're making it way more complicated than it needs to be. But I'm glad you're through it. You finished it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the final boss was ridiculously higher level than me, but the atomic evolution made that boss fight a whole lot easier because the the evolution actually allowed me to shoot like atomic like beams at the um at the boss from afar Ooh. so i was able to do like damage um which was great because i didn't have to get up and close to do damage so uh, that was a lot easier uh, in my opinion it was just too bad that i found out about that super late in the game yeah for sure so man eater 100 percent mafia 3 i'm working on 100 percent 100 dlcs i think that's gonna be like my game plan whenever i've you know complete like a full game is i'm just gonna like try to work on games i've bought dlcs for and just like work on getting 100 percent yep uh dlc for mafia 3 there's like three of them i already finished one this week, which was it was really cool. It was just like focus on the like a satanic cold and you know, they have their whole, you know, beliefs and shit and you know, so yeah, they like try to stop it and it was really fun. I liked it. It was cool. And this is one I've never really played. You know, I'm not a big fan of these kind of games, but I actually bought it takes two recently. I didn't get it for free when it was on the PS3 uh as a PS plus game. Uh, it was a PS Plus game? So I can have something to play with my wife. What yeah, the fuck? It was a PS Plus game. Oh my gosh, I didn't get a it either then. Back. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think <laughs> it was. Oh, okay. There's no way. It just came out, didn't it? Ah, dude, yeah, either, it doesn't matter, I guess, but either way, yeah. So so you picked up the game of the year from 2021. It takes two. Yeah. I, I'm, I could have sworn it was a PS Plus game. Could have sworn. Yeah, you might be right. Well, anyways. Um... Yeah, someone will, someone will correct us. Like, yeah, they'll let us know on Discord. No, you're a liar, Daryl. It was. It wasn't. <laughs> I, I'm sure there was a point when it was um, like cheaper or on sale if you had PS Plus, but I don't know if it was free. Um. But yeah, I, I picked this up just to play with my wife. You know, I've been bugging her mm-hmm. during the, the the last sale we had. It's like, hey, this game's like for free, or you know, this game's on sale. You know, I want to play with you. It's like, what do you think? Because in the past, we played games together, and my wife always hated it because I just lose my shit. Like, 
yeah, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're a noob. <laughs> she, she finally gave in. She was like, so, yeah, we could play it. And it's fun, you know. I like playing it with her. You know, but both characters have, like, their own, like, skill sets. Each level is pretty cool because, like, the, uh, the abilities change depending on the level. So, like, the first level we were on, we're, like, in a workshop. So the guy which I was playing, he has nails which can provide, like, hook points for her character who uses a hammer. So she can, like, launch herself onto the hook points I set for her to kind of, like, you know, make a pathway for her to get to, like, another area, which was fun. And it'll change over time depending on the level we're in. So it, it keeps it fresh. And I like it. It's cool. Like I said, I'm playing with my wife. She's um, you know, far behind in her, her gaming skills. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun. It's fun. I like playing with her. I miss playing with her. And playing these kind of games have kind of reaffirmed what I've always known as a gamer, is that I'm not a big fan of couch co-op games. Hmm. I just don't like having my view split. It, it's very distracting, and it limits like what I can see on screen. Because most times I'm looking at my wife's screen, and I'm just like, you know, I, I I'm never focused on what my screen's showing me. I'm always focused on hers. It's just a big distraction thing for me, honestly. Sure, sure. Screen peeking, dude. You're a screen peeker, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I have to, man. If I don't screen peek, she's gonna be wandering aimlessly uh, forever. I'm like, come on, <laughs> come on, you know, we, we gotta get moving. Let's go. Yeah, time you to know. move on. You can stay in this That's room for hours. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like with yeah. my son sometimes, like herding cats, you know. Yeah, getting used to like it's kind of wild, you know. Like when people don't play games, like it's such second nature to us. But people that haven't played games, there's like there's a fucking lot going on. You yeah, know, like the there maps, and he gets like when we're playing Fortnite, when we're moving around. It's, it's, I mean, I get lost sometimes. Like, I wear my teammates, but yeah, dude, just all that, all that kind of stuff. And it's a lot. You get, you get lost easily. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Like, her, her biggest challenge is the camera. She struggles a lot with trying to like keep the camera in front of her so she can see where she's going. And a lot of the times, like during a boss fight, he doesn't have the camera aimed to where it's herself and she can see the boss. So a lot of times she's like just running into the boss. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to tell her like, hey, you know, just keep your camera in front of you so you can see what's in front of you. I think that's but common it, for people our age if you didn't continue playing games after you were a kid. Because when we were a kid, you didn't really have to worry about that. And then it was sometime around like, you know, like six, sixth, seventh, eighth grade that it was like, here's like a twin, here's like a camera controlled, like first person games, third person games. And so, like, Stephanie, who played a lot of games when she was younger, but not a lot after that, it's that problem, right? The camera is for sure the biggest, the biggest issue in those games, so. Oh, yeah. You mouse and keyboard, it's no big deal. <laughs> no, it would still be a big deal, right? Because you still have to move it. You still have to control I, it. You're just pointing on the screen, though. It's, like, not like you have two joysticks you have to Oh, I see, I see. Yep. kind of, like, moving a mouse around. Yeah, it's that's, a little, that's it's a little more friendly. In that, I mean, there's plenty of other things that are a lot harder on the computer, like all the fucking buttons and stuff. But oh my god, don't even get me. It's G to grenade, and then press Shift to run <laughs> while you hold down the the fucking control button to access. It's like this is not easy, dude. This this is not intuitive. 
Who plays games on PC? Fucking losers. Okay. Fucking losers. <laughs> if you want to play games on PC, at least use a controller. If you're using mouse and keyboard, like, oh my god, dude. Such ass. Such an ass <laughs> control method. Let's turn a typewriter into a controller. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> it's dude. so dumb. <laughs> this fucking guy. It's so dumb. Yeah. Good one. Anyway. Good one. Way to stir the pot there, bud. You're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're, you're welcome. I got you. <laughs> I got you, dude. Uh, all right. So it takes two. That's a, that's a fun one, though. How far into that are you guys? Did you say? How much more do you have to go? Um. So we're like a couple hours from beating it. Um, I haven't really done a whole lot of trophy hunting on that game just because I don't want to like hold up my wife and you know you know I'm trophy hunting and she's like what are you doing like we we should be going it has like those moments where you know there's a trophy there and you're not 100 percent sure if it's a trophy but you're just trying to like see if like interacting with it or like doing a challenge with yeah. the trophy so I'm trying to like stay away from that and just do the trophy hunting at the end just so I can like. Let my wife have an experience with the game and have it ruined by my trophy hunting habits. That's that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I um, yeah, you know, two, we were like two and a half hours away from beating it, but it kind of my gameplay has shifted because I recently got the quarry, so I kind of put it takes two on. Have it on the break for for a little bit just so I can play the quarry. Yeah, it's fun too because my wife's not playing the quarry with me, but she is watching it. So it's still us kind of playing the game together in a sense. So I just finished my first playthrough maybe a couple nights ago. I'm at fifty two percent completion. Uh, I gotta say it's a lot easier than I thought to keep people alive on this game compared to Until Dawn. Oh, that's good to hear, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It, I thought it'd be a lot harder just because there's so many more counselors. There's nine on this game compared to seven in, in Until Dawn. So, found that a whole lot easier. A lot of the decisions you make in, like, the earlier chapters doesn't really affect, like, later chapters in the game, which oh. was a lot which was kind of confusing because it's like it, it was a spiritual successor to Until Dawn, but I felt like it was a lot easier, you know, to keep people to keep them alive, which I had a whole lot of fun with because that was like always in the back of my mind, like oh shit, like someone's gonna die, like oh this is gonna screw up my whole keep everyone alive playthrough, but really didn't because by the end of the game. I, out of the nine, I had six alive, and the three that did die, they were towards the end of the game, which was pretty good because it allowed me to do chapter select from a later point in the game compared to like early, early. Um, so that was a lot easier, and I will confirm that the same principle that was kind of like introduced in, until dawn still applies to this game. So. Like, let's say you have a character that died early in the game. Let's say, like, chapter three. There's ten chapters total. So, you kept everyone alive except for that one counselor that died in chapter three. You will have, conti- you will have to continue from chapter three all the way up until the end of the game for that, you know, decision to stick. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to complete chapter three, 
keep that character alive and then skip all the way to chapter 10 complete that and then expect the trophy to pop you have to complete three to ten and then your trophy will pop yeah same principle <clears throat> that you know i screwed up on and until dawn where i did where I, I i kept one person alive i skipped the chapter went to the next one and then i realized my trophy then popped because of that reason that is a so. dean i Whenever I hear you guys talking about this or like until the, I just I get kind of a little bit like pissed off at these games because I'm just like Telltale just does it so much better with trophies in story based games. Like how much more fun with the quarry would you have if you literally didn't have to worry about that kind of specific shit and you just got to play it how you want based on how you wanted the story to play out and you would get the platinum and you didn't have to replay it four times and see every single permutation of every single fucking thing. And just, like, I just think it's so dumb, dude. I'm re- I'm actually, like, legit not looking forward to playing Detroit because of that. Because mm-hmm. of how much of that I'm going to have to do. Uh, one's a little better, I would say. You think so? I think so. Because it's... I don't know. I think it's a little more interesting. Like, Until Dawn was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. It's a horror movie. I get it. Let's get <laughs> let's get through this, you know. But that this one's got a little more story, <clears throat> like a little more. You can see the the actions you take have a little more repercussion. Yeah, because like it's a horror movie. Like anything can fucking happen, you know. I guess anything can happen in the other one too, but it just seems to be tied in a little better. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot to leave the bat out, and now I die because the bat's locked up in the basement. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, dude, <but laughs> that's the whole reason. <laughs> I have no other fight in me besides that one baseball bat. Yeah. Know? Well, the, the other thing I heard that I'm kind of curious to hear your take on, Daryl, is compared to Until Dawn, I've heard the quarry is a lot less of an interactive experience. Like, I heard it's a lot of just, like, watching cutscenes, and there's not as much gameplay as there was even in Until Dawn, which didn't have a lot of gameplay in it. So I don't know if that's been your experience after your first playthrough or not. Oh yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, uh, there was times where I got bored just because of the amount of cutscenes. Um, I really focus heavily on the like the cinematic experience of the game. So there's not a whole lot of times where controls given back to the player. During the game, yeah, there's a lot of like exploring, kind of just like wandering around the camp, uh, getting to know some of the the counselors game it's more cinematic you're making a lot of choices on the go there's really not a lot of times where you're kind of just wandering around with the character and exploring places so it definitely it is accurate what a lot of people are saying it's not really an interactive experience for sure for this mm. game yeah interesting that's kind of a bummer i mean i i am curious about the game just because i really liked until dawn but none of their more recent games like that have really appealed to me quite as much. Like, none of their Dark Pictures anthologies or even this game. Like, I knew it was coming out. I was a little bit excited about it, but not, like, not really. It seems like one where I would like to play it at a fr- at a friend's house or something where we just, like, sit there and we, like, make the decisions together. That sounds kind of fun. I don't necessarily want it on my profile, though, if that makes sense. Hmm. I mean, it's, it had me worried for a bit because I had been checking on the platinum percentage since the game had came out. 
Yeah. And I got it on Saturday. I had been checking maybe like since Monday. I didn't see any Platinums. Tuesday, same thing. Wednesday, same thing. So it had me worried, like, is this a hard Platinum to get? Um, I, I, I think it's still a pretty easy Platinum to get. I, I just think that the reason why is because uh, the reason why you're you're kind of afraid of the game calling is just, just like so many things going on, like different permutations. Like, I'm pretty sure like no one even knew how to like, everyone to live get everyone to die there's just so much going on that i'm probably sure that's why the percentage was so low or non-existent just everybody was still working on the game yeah i i do like the game i mean the only downside to it is it's not really interactive but i i still enjoy the game there's a lot of similarities to like until dawn that i noticed like in the game there's these tarot cards that you can find throughout the game they're like uh, the like the totems for until dawn. So at the end of the game, depending on like how many tarot or at the end of each level, depending on how, how many tarot cards you find, they can kind of reveal like a little like you know a little glimpse into the future. Sure. So if you find three out of the three, you can choose one. I, I thought that like depending on how many you find, you would get a longer vision because like i will only find one tarot card and then it would just like give me like a couple seconds of something i couldn't really you know figure out like what that was going on i thought the more you found the longer your vision would be but that's not necessarily the case mm. this gives you like different possibilities of what could happen like the don't move that was like very problematic for me and until dawn because i felt like even though i didn't move my controller somehow the controller thought it was moving i replaced that with the don't breathe so all it really is is like there's certain moments in the game where you have to hold x and you just have to hold your breath and it's like during times where like an enemy or a monster would just like be like lurking in the area trying to find you you just have to hold your breath so they don't pick up on like your location I thought that was a lot easier. Um, and quick time events, I thought that was pretty cheap. It took out like all the like the buttons you can interact with, like triangle, circle, X, and square, and they just replace it with the the left thumbstick. So you just move it in the different directions that's prompted on screen. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I thought that was super easy. Super yeah, they're easy. really like, man, it's like you're turning it even more into a movie experience, which again is great. But I'm not gonna watch the same movie five times for a platinum. Like, mm. sorry, Why not? not gonna do it. <laughs> There's just not a lot of interactivity there. I mean, that's that's the thing. You watch movies, might as well get a platinum out of it. Yeah, but are you gonna watch it five times in a row? I mean, you could. Maybe over the course of my life, yeah, but not yeah. in not in a couple months or a couple weeks. I don't know, dude. I, I just think that I I'm I'm alone on this, I know, but I just feel like there's a lot of I just don't think that these games are are meant to have the trophy list that they do. I think it's just not fun. It's counterintuitive. It goes against the whole notion of why and how you play these games and making them individualized experiences that you can talk about. And it's a problem that's unique to trophy hunters. Like if you're just playing this game casually, you don't care and you just play through it once, and you're like, Wow, that was cool. This happened to my character. Oh, it didn't happen to yours, that's sick. But for trophy hunters, like, these lists are bad, dude. I'm sorry, they're just bad. 
if you want to put a platinum in it, just make me beat the game. Go the Telltale route. Like yeah, the Telltale has no. You just sitting there. You're what? You're that? You're just watching a movie, and you know, pressing A to skip through chapters. No, dude. There's it's more it's than that. Choices, there's there's right? puzzles. Finish there... the game. Yeah, you just finish the game though, for sure. But there there's, there's more no, gameplay than than that. There's no story consequences or anything. Like, no, but at the end you, you still get the, the you still get the statistics at the end of the chapters like, oh, you and forty two percent of people did this. Your relationship with this person is now this. You're whatever. Oh, they, there is some impact. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I do like those though. Those are good. Yeah. Colin's just back in Muffy's trying to make sure his first end plats are legit. <laughs> now they're, you can, can you, they're kind of like rat plats i know i know but they do take like 10 hours still so i for some reason they're not in the same category of rat plat to me as like you know some of the other ones uh so, so a little bit of stats yeah. for you daryl because i was just checking the ps4 version does not have any platinum achievers yet for the quarry the ps5 version has three platinum achievers so far so crazy because i just checked that this morning and there was zero yeah so there's three now uh, yeah. But the platinum on PSN profiles is at zero point one three percent, so it's worth a shit ton of points for the race right now. <laughs> yep. On the um on the game too, so they actually gave like the collectibles in the game. It, it's worth your time to pick them up. So in the in the game, the collectibles are called evidence. And um, you'll pick these up throughout the game. And what's cool about it, too, is because on the game, there's a podcast that one of the counselors listens to. Mm-hmm. And it's called Bizarre Yet Bonafide. So they're kind of like a kind of dive into like paranormal stuff that takes place. And they actually cover Hackett's Quarry once. But, you know, they kind of really get like a whole lot of substance out of it. So, at the end of the game, without really spoiling a whole lot, the evidence you collect over the game is actually sent over to the podcasters, one of the counselors. So, during the episode, or during the epilogue, you know, they're, they're talking about the evidence that the counselors send in. So, like, pictures, um, you know, like, photographs, like, pictures, cameras... Like stuff they find, that's all sent into them, and they're kind of just like analyzing it. And one of the guys, he's like the non-believer between the two, and they're just talking about it, and they're talking about the the authenticity of it. The guy's like, "Oh, well, that looks photoshopped. That can't be real." It was really cool. Like all the stuff I was picking up during the game, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." You know, I'm just getting a little bit of lore out of it. But then, like on the actual podcast, they're talking about. It, I was like, "Dude, I remember picking that up." It's cool to see them kind of chit chat about it, cause you know the girls thinking like, "Oh, this is there's no way that can't be fake. That has to be real. You can't fake something like this." And then the guys like, "No, that's BS. That can't be true." But like from an audience perspective, I'm like, "Dude, you have no idea. I played with <laughs> that. I know that." Yeah, real. that's actually that actually happened. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I like that. I like that. Bizarre yet bonafide. Yeah, so it was cool. I liked the game overall. Yeah, bizarre yet bonafide. Was it seventy dollars new? I believe it was. Okay. Yeah. Sixty seventy. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I was just curious. 
Yeah, I definitely won't pick up the game for that much after like what I've experienced with the game. I definitely think um, he should probably sit on this until it goes on sale. Get yeah, a cheaper price. It's inevitably oh, going to go on sale in October. So, yeah, I was expecting more out of it. Um, what definitely killed it for me was just you know the interactive aspect of it, like not being able to really roam around and explore and just have everything bogged down by cinematic cutscenes every now and then. Yeah, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. But hey, I'm glad that the story sounds like it's at least decent enough to keep you entertained, right? And uh, for the most part, even if it's not as interactive, at least the story is pretty decent. And uh, hey, I'm sure it's it's a high quality looking game, right? I mean, Supermassive is a, is a big studio, so and it's really rare. So again, you're gonna it's good for uh, platinums right now if you want to get those points in the race. You want to play this game. <laughs> Story is good. Story is good, though. I yeah. should have mentioned that. <laughs> okay, well, that's, yeah, that's important. As long as, I mean, story's good. It's good for a playthrough. I would just maybe, again, if you're someone who doesn't need to platinum every single game you play, maybe this one then, right? Just play it once for fun and move on. Um, I wanted to, before we close up shop here, Daryl, unless you had anything to add, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Are you Do you, you want to add anything else? Are you good? Nope, it's all yours, man. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, I just have a quick correction before someone freaks out at me later on. Um, when I was talking about super perils, I got the percentages incorrect. So actually, the platinum on the PS4 version of Perils of Baking, Super Perils of Baking, is more rare than the PS5 one. And the PS5 one is the harder list. So that's interesting to me. It's not by much. The PS5 platinum is 6.6%. On PSN and on on PSN profiles and on the PS4 version, it's 6.19. So that's kind of interesting. And really quick, just to give myself a little sugar, I was the eighth person to get the platinum in the game. So in the and there's only 13 people that have the plat so far. So I'm in there, you know, mm. in there like swimmer. Look at you. I know. I know. It's just because it doesn't sell a lot of copies. <laughs> not not because it's hard, but I'll What's take that? it, dude. Super perils of baking. Yeah. Well, that seems odd. You think it did that bad? Like the other one did really good. I don't know. Or at least or maybe the people who listen to the show and who bought it are not necessarily the same people who would put it on PSM, like don't have a PSM profiles account. Right. You know? Maybe that's it. Yeah. So yeah. either way. Yeah, I mean, maybe they all stop listening when that episodes turn to four hours. Yeah. Like Jesus I did. Christ. <laughs> Jesus. I know. It's like if I do listen to it, I skip around just to to like the timestamps of stuff I want to hear about. So, mm -hmm. all right, guys. Well, we are going a little long in the tooth ourselves. So yeah. let's close up shop here. This has been episode 61 of the show. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Before we go, Eli, where can people find you at if they want to? Who knows these days, right? Exactly. That's why I'm asking. Honestly, just Narshire 13 1D. Pretty yep. much anywhere. Type it in. See if I'm there. Hit me up. Fairfield Card Shop. Find him there. Yep. 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 Let's go. Mad Alpaca Games. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Daryl, what about you? Where do where do you want people to find you at if they want to? Uh, the tall Simone guy. You can catch me popping peanut butter pop pops in my mouth on Discord oh, yeah. and PS app. Let's Sir. go. Yep, find me on the PlayStation app and Discord is the best place. Both of those at CK Present, and then on League CK Present as well. YouTube CK Present. You already know what it is. It's the same thing everywhere for all of us. 
But thank you again for listening to the show. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. We'll be back in early July with episode 62, where we'll review some more trophy lists. And until then, happy gaming and take care. Goodbye. <laughs>